So I played the wrong song. <laughs> but you know what? what? It fits. <laughs> oh, oh my god. That's a great oh, start. Welcome, oh, everybody. Oh, man. Fucking <laughs> solid. Welcome to our Sweet 16 episode featuring none other than the legendary mayor of Poundtown himself. This is what one of I our say? original original friend groups from the good old Minot days. This is Joshua Pounders, the man, the myth, the legend, joining us uh, this week as our featured guest. Kind of like how we did a couple weeks ago with our other buddy, uh, also named Jones, not to be confused. Um, yeah, we're going to try and make this a semi-regular thing, uh, bringing in old buddies. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so we are uh, we're ready to kick this one off. Uh, I'm Jonesy, happy to be here. Heck yeah. It's good uh, to see you. Glad we were able to work this out. Yes, Well, sir. Pounders, then, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what's new? What's new with you this week? So I'm uh, Joshua Pounders from North Carolina. We spent four years up in the freezing cold in North Dakota together. These are these are my best. These are the boys, if you want to say. The boys. Um, I cheer you, but I have work tonight, so no alcohol for me. <laughs> I just have water. But just recently became an NCO, so learning learning from these guys, these two, about what's going on, the life. So that's what's new with me is just working hard and learning a lot. Heck yeah. Jonesy, what's new with you? Uh, well, if you guys didn't see last podcast, um, I may have seized up on stream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going oh, through that. Uh, yeah, we literally I... watched him pass out live yeah. in the podcast. Oof. It was kind of crazy. So uh, the DMV says I can't drive. Um, I may or may not have driven to doctor's appointments, but I'm waiting on a neurologist appointment <laughs> right now to clear me so I can drive again. Um, other than that, not a whole lot. I've just been relaxing. Uh, the Heck NFL yeah. draft starts on Thursday. I'm pretty fucking Oh, stoked. shit. Going to find out uh, who the Lions are going to corrupt and ruin? No, you mean who the Lions <laughs> are going to to develop into a star player. The Lions are a different sure. team, though. All right? Sure. And this isn't like the other times I've said this in the past. This is actually the Lions are a different team. Oh, yeah. I've, I've cried wolf so many times in the past, but this time it's real. Well, this time national <laughs> national media thinks it's real, too. So it's not just us crazed lions fans yeah and national media has such a great track record for the truth i love it you shut your horn mouth <laughs> that's about oh, it though i got uh much help just going on what about you oh uh, well um this past friday we finally finished up our crime scene hallway that's what we're we're calling it crime scene hallway um unit it's basically it's the 12 phases of processing a crime scene and we've been hitting this hard for the last two weeks uh this past friday was our last day tomorrow on monday is when we take our big official exam this thing will take us about 10 hours starting at seven o'clock in the morning we have until 1700 to complete it all 12 phases with corresponding notes and sketches Thankfully, none of us have to do photography since we all completed the photography section. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Earlier in the week, um, mm -hmm. crime scene photography is surprisingly difficult. It took me three attempts to get a passing score and other guys, other people in the class took longer. But 
we are all officially past the photography section, so that's phase five. You said you took that your final none test, of us right? have to do. Say again. You took your you took your final test, right? Well, no, it's not a test. It's a practical exam, and that's what we're doing on Monday. Um, but oh, what we what okay. we had been doing is we'd been bouncing back and forth between, um, crime scene photography. We would do you know one full day of that, and then we'd do a full day of one or or more of the other. Uh, phases and then we would go back to crime scene photography and eventually we would get a passing score hopefully um and once we did we were good and we now we don't have to do it on actual test day which is great one less thing to do mm -hmm. yeah. but um we've taken three of these full progress checks over the last two weeks and um i'm able to get them done in about six hours on average if, if i'm cruising if i don't don't take lunch and if i keep my breaks to just when i have to pee mm -hmm. i can do it in six hours and with a very close to passing score and it's a go no go basis so okay. um but yeah so that's new with me just pre just prep work and um uh yeah the big exam is tomorrow so yeah here we are doing a podcast instead of studying. Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. This is the priorities <laughs> for the fans. All right. He'll pass. For I sure. love it. Um, do you want to go into how this works with the yeah, guest? We'll see. Yeah, sure. So we do, um, since we're including a guest, we do it slightly different. Uh, we will do an expedited version <clears throat> of On This Day in History. We'll stick with just a day rather than the full week. Uh, we're still going to talk about our hero of the week, but um, for the other main meat and potatoes sections, as in the top five hot takes, don't get me started, and the debate, we will be featuring Pounders. He will be giving some opinions and stuff like that. And also, when we get to the debate, Pounders is going to act as our judge. He's going to score us as we go, um, depending on our arguments, counterarguments, if he thinks somebody makes a good point. Um, he will keep track in his own way, however he chooses to do that. And then at the very end, he will tell us who he thought won. So, yeah. Yes, sir. And before we get into I'm going to do our shameless plug uh, of the podcast. Mm. As in shameless, the butt plug. I mean, yeah, the butt plug. <laughs> um, so we're on like every streaming platform of all time now. Uh, so if you're listening to one yeah. of those. You know, toss us an email. Echo, welcome to the chat, dude. You can also, as Echo's um, in right now, oh. go on Twitch, watch us live. You can go on our YouTube, watch the VODs. You can go on uh, Spotify. You can go on Apple Podcasts now, because I finally figured it out. Uh, Deezer. Finally. Yes. Uh, Audible. <laughs> every single podcast platform there is that's available that I've... That We're I on Rumble as well. ...is on there. We're on Rumble, which is like the, I guess, mm -hmm. the, the more free YouTube conservative it's conservative youtube yeah so we're on everything essentially so go watch it on all platforms give us some likes and i don't know hit bells and shit um anything you can do to, to support the podcast if Oof, i'm glad during this time you want to like, as you're listening uh you want to toss us an email on what our next category for the podcast should be <clears throat> some you laugh you lose videos um 
or mm. don't get me started topics. Topics for uh, don't get me started. Don't those uh, are always fun. Toss them in uh podcast at gmail.com or comment them under the YouTube or DM us them in uh in Twitch or one of those. So without further ado, my brain's not working so well. Thanks, so let's Echo. Do Appreciate the, uh, it. Let's do the makes <laughs> me think of. I'm actually not that pale. I'm actually not that pale. I have a really unflattering light uh, pointed directly at my face, and it's the only way uh, I can look like I'm not in a closet. Well, Jones is I'm in the really closet. I'm really not this pasty. And, and you're definitely that pasty, so. <laughs> I Come on now. You are that pasty. Man. You definitely are. All. And my closet looks great, okay? Yeah, this closet is fantastic. Everywhere. It does. We got the American. Flag. I would say you want to walk us around the room and so <laughs> see got, what the we got a lion's hat. See what posters we got. We've got an American flag, obviously folded. Um, we've got a Michigan. Remember those mm. uh, cork boards where you have the like the golf tees that you would stick in them? Have you guys ever played that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you kind of play it. It's kind of like checkers. Mm-hmm. You have to jump over. Yeah, uh, I got some Michigan gummies. I've got a couple mm. koozies, Michigan one, and then the don't uh, don't stare at my cock one, and then my big bear one. <laughs> Um, uh huh. What's that uh, colorful sign right, sign right behind it? Um, so I have another sign right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the straight out, straight out of the closet one, um, which is hilarious. Um, it's all oh, shit. That's one of my uh, better purchases. Giggles until someone giggles and shits. Uh, that one, uh, a souvenir from Michigan. It's paper towels. <laughs> that one. That's about it. Oh, I got shit. a bottle of ketchup. You know. And the collection is growing. Every every time every time Jones loses another you laugh you lose, he gets another sign to hang behind him. You know? Yeah. And it's it, great. You know so. if I'm counting, I think I won the past two. So it's gonna be hmm. pretty embarrassing here soon. because uh, I was going easy on you. Um but now you're oh, getting no. Now you're getting some and rough I, ones. And I guess that we have a uh, an extra topic on this, is I'm making a bet towards both of these guys that I will not drop a single point for the if you last, laugh, you lose. And if I do drop a point, then they both get to send me something. Oh, and, hey. The or, plot thickens. Or like we it. could do it where I would send both of you something that's actually cool, like something I think you would like. I like so that one because there's more stakes I in think there. There's more stakes in this. Yeah, because if it was the other okay. way around, we could just send you embarrassing shit you would never hang up. Oh, fuck. And then no, I would send, never hang it then... up. I'd never come back on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, O'Leary. Yeah. Boy, I am I all sorts point. of glitch. Yeah, yeah, it's your I internet. No, Ponders is good. It's your internet. Okay. My um, internet sucks because i am i am in i'm in i am in bumfart missouri mooching off of hotel wi-fi right now yeah, yeah last, it's rough i think it was pretty good this week not so much um yeah I, I couldn't tell you what's happening hey jones i like your stein glass over here hey cheers cheers i used to have my camera right there all right so all right get <laughs> fucked. buy each other buy each other dinner first you so, couldn't afford me. All right, are we my, uh, ready my to go into this? My uh... brain is scrambled just like your internet connection. Oh yeah. So I think I need to warm up the, some uh, makes me think of. Yeah. 
that's a very good uh that's a very good idea uh for those of you who don't know makes me think of is a short and sweet little word association game <clears throat> excuse me uh that we play to kind of get us warmed up the way it works is um one of us will start us off with saying some innocuous person place thing idea something or other and then that person would say that item makes me think of this which makes me think of this which makes me think of this right so you'll get three items and then the next person starts off with your or third item that makes me think of this which makes me think of this so on and so forth that makes sense all right so uh jones well actually you started it off last week so somebody give me something to start this off with Hmm. something innocuous just some Hmm. random word yeah pistachio pistachio Pistachio. okay that is a Uh, random word that is the most random word i've ever heard in my life (laughs) okay so pistachios make me think of nuts nuts makes me think of trail mix and Trail mix makes me think of camping. Mm. Mm. Pounders, you want to go? We'll go in order. And this is two pounders now. So you start with camping. Sure. Okay. Camping. Start with camping. So camping makes me think of tents. Tents makes me think of bears. And Ah. bears makes me think of one of my ex girlfriends. (laughs) What was she, Harry? <laughs> I don't gotta explain myself. It's just a word association. <laughs> One of my ex-girlfriends makes me think of crazy. Alright. Yeah. Well hold on, which one? Uh, <laughs> All of them. A few. <laughs> I like to live life dangerously. <laughs> All red. What about alphabetical or chronological? <laughs> That's a good yeah, one. Oh yeah. Uh <laughs> Crazy makes me think of uh, Fourth of July. Oh, and Fourth of hey. July makes me think of a fire pit. Yes. Okay. So a fire pit makes me think of our grill outs in our garage, which makes me think of the time our fire pit got stolen. That's right. God, Which that. also makes me think of the time it was conveniently returned and cleaned two days later. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to switch over to campfire so I can tell this story? I'll just do it right here. Okay. Okay. So Jones and I went halfsies on a really nice um, fire pit that we used. It stayed out in our garage. And we would just have a fire in there whenever the hell we felt like it usually whenever we would have uh get-togethers mostly involving pounders jeff um hunt jonesy anyway um this was like three weeks before we were set to leave and we were planning one last get-together and jones i remember you saying that you were really excited to have one last bonfire and i remember coming home from work one day this was maybe two weeks out and the previous night, we had had a fire. It was you and me, Jones. We were just sitting out there, mm-hmm. and we decided we weren't going to bring the fire pit into the garage because there were still some smoldering coals. We were just going to leave it outside, let it burn out. We were going to take care of it in the morning. Yep. I come back from a training day that next day, and fire pit's not there. 
And I remember thinking, oh, you got to be kidding me. Because for one, this was an expensive one. It was like 400 bucks. And then I remember telling you, Jones, and you being especially pissed off because you wanted to have one last fire pit. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was pissed and, off. And we were all, we were all pretty bummed about this. And then, because it was like full of ashes and uh, mm. coals and soot and all that kind of crap. We hadn't cleaned this one out in a minute. So then I remember like two days later, I come home from work. And lo and behold, in front of our garage is the fire pit completely cleaned out. And we were like, what the actual fuck is going on? Near as we can tell, somebody got drunk, stole it, used it, cleaned it, and then returned it. Hey, I'm glad they had fun <laughs> with it. But either way. <laughs> God, where did that yep. thing go? So my here, here, my wait, oldest here. sister currently has it. What are you saying, Ponders? I, I was going to segue from where did that go on that exact situation of all your stuff. Because oh. that campfire makes yeah. me think of the apartment that I came to live with you for a month. The apartment that we lived together makes me think of when all y'all left. And when all y'all left makes me think of the entire house that y'all didn't fucking clean before you left. <laughs> <laughs> we cleaned that it. I had to clean. Well, that's what you get for living rent-free for a month. I paid he did? I don't remember any I of this. Paid. Oh, you did? Yes. <clears throat> I do remember, though, I was really pissed because I accidentally left an end table that my parents gave me that was a wedding gift to them. And, yeah, I was really pissed that I accidentally left that there. I, what does it look like? Because I, I was the one that took all that shit. I know, I know. I remember contacting you shortly after. And you said you gave it to one of the female staff sergeants on flight or something like that. It was the uh, so whenever I went to clean the house, because mm -hmm. I ended up having to leave sooner than I thought, and I was like, right. "There is no way I can clean this in eight hours." So I contacted contacted Sergeant Ricketson. Ricketson, that's right. Yes, and she, along with her uh -huh. husband and four kids, came and oh, yeah. clean up the place. Because, Many hands make light work. Yeah, obviously I bought them pizza, yada yada yada, all the all the stuff for helping somebody clean. But I, it took us six hours with seven people. We didn't leave because, it that dirty, did we? I don't we? remember leaving it that dirty. You, you didn't leave it stupidly dirty, but you left so many things like. The garage, the amount of the the ping pong table, Jones. all the shit you left, like so <laughs> oh, much crap shit. there. That oh, I did leave the, my ping pong table there. Yes, you left the ping. Wait, pong no, no, table. no! I sold the ping pong table. Jones no, you said did not. I would have left everything dirty and said, "Fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> you did not you would, sell Jonesy. the ping pong table. I swear, I thought I it sold came with me here. Oh, so you have it? It didn't make it through the transit. Oh. Bummer. It didn't survive. Oh, well, damn. easy come, easy go. I still have yeah. the ping pong paddles. We had that much shit. <laughs> yes, I I literally myself had like maybe a tenth of a U-Haul. Did you? Did you I keep left that desk? with a full U-Haul. Did you keep that desk? <laughs> I don't remember the glass that one. The glass one. Oh, your your glass two tiered desk, right? Yeah, yeah that and expensive. that and. 
and Jeff has it now, I believe. That's oh, the one that he used. Oh, okay. So I left yeah. the glass desk. I left. We left the couch. Uh yep. Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah, I took it. Did. I took the dual recliner. You did? Oh, yeah. that's right. You gave it to your family. Yeah, my parents had it, and now my sister has it. I took a lot of the flags. I know that. Yeah. And some other couple couple other things, but I couldn't really. Oh, we're still talking about the garage. Focus. Yeah, right. <laughs> I packed that bitch. Oh, dude. You would be surprised how much shit you could put into Ford Focus. Right. Seen... Oh, I know, because my two oldest siblings went to college in Pensacola, Florida. And we used to pack them into these cars because they would drive there. Mm-hmm. We would pack floor... the back from floor to ceiling. The trunk would be completely like trunk Tetris. This is how I learned it. Mm-hmm. Like the front passenger seat would be packed floor to ceiling, like whole nine yards. I know how much you can fit in a tiny ass Caprice Classic or a um, uh, what was the uh, Chevy Crown V? Where's that a Ford? Ford? The Ford Crown V, Crown Victoria. Remember those cars? Crown Vic. And, yeah, yeah and, the old Crown Vics. And that's why in the old Suburbans, whenever we would trip out to the missile field, you were always the one that played Tetris and put it together. Darn right. We would, we would I was the only out. one that could figure that shit out. Let's throw six people in a Suburban with all their gear for five days. But you said four a guy days. that would bring out an entire cooler. The, like, the cooler dick, the guy who would just yeah. fucking bring a whole cooler. A whole and fucking then... cooler, dude. It would take up half the thing, and then you're sitting there, because you're the young person, you're sitting there with your bag in your fucking lap. Yep. Right. Hey, at least you had a mobile pillow. I actually did mind riding, bitch, in the very back, because I would have my backpack on my lap, and I would literally just... <laughs> That's a good point. See, it was actually even... not that bad. Not but you're lie. shorter. Both of you are shorter than me. I had a rough time back there. This is true. Like... Yeah. Jones said, uh, should have seen my house after the divorce. I had an entire trash can full of booze. Like, you drank <laughs> oh. it or like... I was going to say, empty or full containers? Empty or full. Because <laughs> I'll be all proud of you either way. <laughs> all the containers that y'all left, all that alcohol went to your neighbors. There was some, some chicks that were walking by and I had this huge tote of alcohol that we had left over from all our years. We did have a the garage. shitload of alcohol, dude. Yeah. And I just handed it off to them. I was like, hey... I'm leaving. There's all this alcohol. There's a whole fucking tote. Dude, I remember spending like three, three or four hundred dollars once on alcohol. I think we split it, and it was gone in the weekend. Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. like a Sounds bunch right. of bottles of liquor, uh, cases. We had of a beer. whole wall. Well, yeah. we had a whole bunch of shit that we stored out in the garage because remember you bought that mini fridge. Yeah. That was one of the, the most brilliant fridge. investments. And all the bottles on the there. wall, too. Like the wall of the alcohol. Well, I remember, Jones, you and I, we lined the top of our kitchen cabinets with our empty uh, yeah, whiskey and wine bottles. Which, as an older man now, that's some douchey kinda, shit. Kind of <laughs> cringy. <laughs> that's, that's some cringy ass shit. <laughs> you know where I got that from? Is living in a frat house in college. So right? that's, how, that's how cringy and douchey that is. So don't do that if you're listening. That's just stupid. Yeah. You don't be that guy. The but yeah, country no, music I remember... singer said it best that you can't be young and wise or old and wise if you weren't at one point young and dumb. That's the truth. So if that's and, the case, I'm setting myself up to be the next fucking Confucius. And he said that a, a while ago, so I think that's a good idea uh, for us to Yeah. Go over some history. Yeah. 
thousand dollars for a going away party, Jones. Holy shit! Woohoo! Somebody must like you. Hell yeah! And your supervisor. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Our I going away was just—it was pounders. You and me, we ate our last meal at Ebenezer's, and I hit the road that next morning. Yep, we we ate our last meal at Ebenezer's. Twenty-four at... August, twenty nineteen. Yep. And it then... was four years to the day that I showed up. To the day. That's right. It was pretty much the same for me as well. I left four years to the day. Yeah. Wow. That's after, crazy. after enlisted, Jesus saved us all. Yeah. Yep. Enlisted Jesus. <laughs> all righty. Are we ready to move on? Yeah, I tried yeah. to give you a segue, but you didn't take it. Yeah. Well, you, we've been talking. You... We've been talking about our personal history. Let's go back to some ancient history. There we go. <laughs> Segways are back, baby. All righty. So we are talking about 23 May or 23 April, rather. Um, our featured event for this day takes me back to the year of my birth, 1993, where on this day in 1993, after a long history of foreign rule and decades of war, the small East African country of Eritrea began three days of voting on a referendum to make official its independence from Ethiopia. I did not know that it was a Eritrea was originally part of Ethiopia. I thought it was just another colonial power before that. Um, but yeah, so on this day in 1993, they began their official referendum for independence. Um, and our featured biography of the day is the death of the greatest English author and playwright ever. I think, and he's credited with coming up with, I think, a quarter of the English language as we know it today. You guys know where I'm going with this one? No. <laughs> you don't know who I'm talking about? To be or not to be? That is the question. Oh, I'm talking about the death of sense. William Shakespeare. He died on this day, 1616 in England. All right, let's see what else we got. Oh, here we go, boys. Uh, on this day in 2005 was the first ever YouTube video upload, which was of YouTube co-founder Jawed Karim, his visit to the San Diego Zoo. And approximately one year later, the site had some 100 million videos. Which is absolutely crazy. Absolutely that nuts. And I don't nuts. think he now, even uh, owns any part of the company anymore. I think he sold it a, a while back. He might have. I'll have to look into that one. But do you guys remember what the precursor website to youtube was you guys remember stupid videos oh there was a that was literally what it was called there was a stupid videos.com right? that was that was my go-to before youtube <laughs> all righty um let's go back a little bit further 1998 james earl ray who was the convicted assassin of martin luther king jr he died in prison at age 70 in 1998 uh, let's go back uh, just a few years before that, 1985. The Coca-Cola Company introduced New Coke, a reformulated soft drink meant to replace its flagship beverage due to public outrage. However, the previous version of Coke was brought back as Coca-Cola Classic less than three months later. Apparently, people really like Coke in their soda. Can't say I blame them. Uh, let's see. Uh, going back one year before that. Boy, a lot happened in the 80s. Uh, 1984, U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services Margaret Heckler announced that researchers had found what was believed to be the virus that causes AIDS. The infectious agent was later named HIV. Yeah, 
And society went downhill from there. Just don't have gay butt sex and people will be fine. Uh, anyway, um, 1976, arguably one of the best decades for rock music. Uh, American rock band The Ramones, which was hugely influential in the rise of punk rock on both sides of the Atlantic. They released their eponymous debut album on this day, 1976. I was never quite a fan of the Ramones. Don't know why. Me neither. Maybe I need to give them another shot. Um, speaking of music, 1936, American singer-songwriter Roy Orbison, known for his soaring voice and for his carefully crafted ballads of loneliness and heartache. Man, after my own heart. He was born in Vernon, Texas on this day in 1936. Back when country music was good. Back when it was country western or texas western or whatever the old-timey phrase was uh how about 1931 the american film classic the public enemy was released in theaters and james cagney's landmark performance as a gangster made him a star the golden age of cinema the 1930s to the 1940s arguably uh to the baseball world, 1914 wrigley field hosted its first major league baseball game the stadium later became home with the Chicago Cubs, as we all know. Oh, excuse me. 1914 was when it officially opened. Uh, okay, 1906. Russian Tsar Nicholas II. What the fuck is that word? Promulgated the fundamental laws which marked the end of unlimited aristocracy but fell short of the reform's promise in the October Manifesto and he was the last czar of Russia before the Bolsheviks took over and turned Russia into a communist hellhole. And it has since spread from there. Long live the czars. Uh, here we go. 1858. German physicist Max Planck, who originated quantum theory, was born in Kiel. I, yeah, that's in Germany. Do you remember uh, learning about him in, uh, in uh, science class and physics classes in high school, guys? Mm-mm. No? Nothing hmm. I can remember. Nope, I do not. Well, the <laughs> that's American education for you. <laughs> All right, let's go back a little bit further. 1791, James Buchanan, the 15th pre U.S. president, was born near Mercersburg, Pennsylvania. Back in the day, we our pr presidents were actually U.S. citizens. Uh, this still... Ooh. <laughs> um... Oh, here we go. I actually thought this one was really interesting. 1635. The Boston Grammar School, later known as the Boston Latin School, opened to all boys regardless of social class. It was founded as the first public school in what would become the United States. It set a precedent for tax-supported public education. Yeah, uh, before then, uh, public school was... For the poor people, anybody who had money invested in private education for their kids, um, essentially homeschooling, that used to be the thing that only rich people could do. Now it seems to be kind of backwards in that public school is what everyone does, and it's apparently only gone downhill since 1635, so that tells you anything. And one final thing, we're going back to 1016. Um... Upon the death of King Ethelred II of England, his son claimed the throne as Edmund II. Now, if, if I'm not mistaken, 
This is around the same time period that The Last Kingdom TV show takes place. Yeah, I think it is, actually. Jones, correct me if I'm wrong. I know that the name Ethelred has been used um, a couple times. It's either in I think, The Last Kingdom or Vikings. I can't remember which show. It is The Last Kingdom. Yeah, it is? Okay. Ethelred is the, the king during um, the newest movie, right? No, that's Edward. No. Shit. I don't even know. Have you watched but it yet? I, I did. I did. And it was incredibly well done. Yeah, I think it was Ethelred's the yeah. Something like that. Anyway. Without spoiling. That, yeah. That is your day in history, uh, April twenty third. Hell yeah. Jones is right in the chat. Oh shit. Um the nineties country is good. Yes. Nineties country. Early nineties. Early nineties. The shit, Toby and all of them. Yeah, I would argue eighties as well. I would, I could argue eighties as well. Um, we're not there yet. Seventies, <laughs> there's hit or miss there. Some now, a lot are of just a lot old. of people's a lot of people's heroes came out of you know that era of music, but we treat our heroes a little differently here, don't we? Oh, we do, and I don't have one this week yet so so you can um... i wasted a brilliant segue i'm just kidding i do have one (laughs) oh okay good um you made me think i wasted that uh it's not specifically one guy um this is a unit yeah it's in dekalb county georgia dekalb county huh old dekalb county um isn't that the name of a seed corn company in the Midwest? Isn't DeKalb corn like a big deal? I have no idea. Hold on. If I'm right, I'm going to Google this. And if I'm right, major brownie points to myself. Yeah. You would you would know about corn. You you are the one that would know about corn out of us three. Right. Um. Yeah, we're going a little bit. Usually yep. it's a it's a it's a death defying act that that everyone. DeKalb corn genetic corporation company. <laughs> probably owned by. Um, What's his name from Google? Um, yeah. yeah, so it's not one of those death-defying ones. It's more of a, it's an everyday thing that the the firefighters do. But they showed everyday up. heroes. I love them. They showed up and there was a house fire that went from one house, spread over into a second house. Uh, and they were able to put that the, that fire out, save the people uh, that were inside um, before too much damage was due. Uh, done. It's to, it's to say there was significant damage, but the houses weren't burnt down to the ground and no one died. So, the Cald yeah. County firefighters, thank you for your service. I would um, I'd like to proposition something on for this portion. You each say your own hero of the week, somebody who made an impact towards your life and was awesome to bring more recognition to the normal people. Oh, you're talking about like personal heroes or like, no, just somebody that did something this week. Like maybe your leadership was really good or maybe somebody came and helped you out. Like something that was impactful on your life. Something you could add to this because a hero of the week doesn't have Make to be it personal. Doesn't have to be large. Like you could still have this portion, but I think that I your own hero of the week who would be the CE guys who came out to our barrier system that was broken at two hey. o'clock this morning, I wanted to reach out to those guys and their hard work that they put in to get our systems operational. They did a wonderful job. They're my All heroes right. of this week. What's their uh, what's their unit number? 
I'm not positive on this the CE unit. They weren't very talkative at one in the morning. <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> they just kind of showed up, showed up in their civilian clothes, said, "What's broke?" Took a hammer to it, and it was fixed. So good for yeah. them. Yeah. CE is the unsung heroes that keep the bases moving. Yes, Absolutely. Uh, and they would definitely be in my top five. So. <laughs> yeah, I nice like segment. that. You guys finally let me do segment. a fucking transition. This is the third one. <laughs> I've tried to transition hey, you're, three times, you're, and you guys have not listened once. But I, you're slow to swing. Sorry if I'm getting the hits. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, it's like right, this is what happens. So it's, our uh, Jones is oh. talking, and then they go. So, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, so we are we're getting into the meat and potatoes of our um episode this week and we went with pasta theme, a pasta theme for this week. So, obviously our top 5 is going to be our favorite pasta dishes respectfully. Yes. We'll just start from uh you and go down. Start from the top and work your way down. All Sounds right. Sounds good to me. Um oh, we're going to do this in reverse order, right? Yes, starting with 5. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, initially when I think of pasta dishes, I think of, you know, your spaghetti, your fettuccine Alfredo and your, your hot entree pasta dishes. <laughs> but then Jones brought up a good point. He said he wanted to open it up to, uh, the cold side of pasta, like your pasta salads, mm -hmm. which coincidentally then would be my number five. Um, arguably my favorite food in the world pasta salad. is pasta salad. My family's take on pasta salad Handed down from an old childhood school friend of my mother, actually. There's a, a whole hell of a story about that, how she reconnected after like 50 years with these old classmates. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I've known this lady, right, ever since I was a little kid. Her name is Marianne Toulouse. She gave my family her pasta salad recipe way before I was born. And... um it is my favorite food in the world. And it technically qualifies as a pasta dish. So I'm putting it up there. Okay. You know what the best kind of correct is technically technically correct. <laughs> Amen. All right. This is a, a Fazoli special. Um, <laughs> Good old Fazoli's. It's baked chicken parm. Ooh. So if... You're out there. It needs you, no introduction. If you're out there and you're not, you're not sure what this is. They take a breaded chicken breast, um, put some spaghetti noodles, or whatever kind of noodles you want, with some with some marinara sauce, not fucking red sauce. Sorry, red Marinara. sauce and white sauce are not things. It's it's <laughs> Alfredo sauce. This is coming from working in a fast food Italian restaurant. It's Alfredo sauce, marinara sauce. Those are the only two or things. Or meat sauce. Or meat sauce. Which you could then call red sauce, if you want. Um, mm. That's just my, my my small tangent. But you put a little <laughs> bit of that meat sauce on there too, a little bit of Alfredo if you want. You should bake that bitch in the oven with with like four cheese, some mozzarella. Um, oh man, I some provolone. I love me yeah. some chicken parm, dude. Dude, it's a good thing we're doing this early enough in the night, so I'll be able to get off of here and go get dinner, because this is making me hungry, dude. <laughs> I'm thinking about ordering a pizza right now. <laughs> y'all are with some Alfredo, with some chicken Alfredo. Yeah, yeah, y'all are different. Right, oh, Pinders, man. What do you got for your number five? 
So my number five would be State Gorgonzola, if you've ever Ooh, had that. I have had like, Gorgonzola. It's like it's like the little bit of Alfredo with the steak on top, and it just it hits so perfectly. It's now like the a, Gorgonzola it, is the like cheese, Gorgon, though, right? It, it, yes, it's not an Alfredo type of. Uh, it's not an Alfredo pasta sauce. It's like the steak with all the seasoning on top of the fettuccine with the Gorgonzola. Uh, I guess it would be almost like an Alfredo, but made with Gorgonzola. And it's got this like nice, this nice tang to it, is how I like to say. So that, that is arguably, that is arguably my favorite type of cheese to say. Gorgonzola. Gorgonzola. He sounds so Italian. He's like Gorgonzola. No, 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 no. The number one to sound Italian is Grana Padano. That sounds like an insult. Grana Padano <laughs> is the best cheese out there speaking of Italian, oh, it is, it's actually a type of cheese i yes. have no idea yes what, it's what, what the all that the, is the um classic italians like if you watch any of the people on youtube that are actually uh -huh. from italy and learned like whenever they make a scampi or they make anything it's always grano padano it's not it's not these like it, it's a more expensive cheese it's definitely more expensive that makes sense all righty so uh, my number my four well, so I'm going to go non-fancy with this one. My number four pick is um, a classic, needs no introduction, Olive Garden Shrimp Alfredo. Mm. Yeah, either shrimp or the steak Alfredo. I swap back between the two of them pretty regularly. So, and yeah. Jones is changing his love and hate right now. <laughs> Targeting at the moment. <laughs> No, now we create honor system. We came up with those beforehand. Don't worry. <laughs> I already got a. Uh, I already got a good hate. Yeah, me lie. too. <laughs> All right, yeah. It's it's a classic for a reason. You don't mess with the classics, and Olive Garden does it good for relatively yep. cheap. So, you know who else does something good for relatively cheap? Applebee's. <laughs> And, oh. and they're five cheese. Oh, mac and cheese. Mac oh. and cheese, dude. Oh, is so yeah. fucking good. <laughs> Especially they do it with the chicken strips. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, macaroni with the chicken strips. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it oh, is so shit. fucking good. I. Whatever cheese sauce they put on there, uh, whatever five cheeses they're using, because I have no idea, it is so good. It's like silky smooth. Absolutely, you can dip your chicken strips uh, in there, right? <laughs> you need to stop so doing good. that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's delicious. I love it, and it's got bacon in it. And we all know what I think about bacon after last week. So after last yep. week, yep. So right, with Pibers. um. O'Leary's keeping it nice and simple. One of the classics. I had to go spaghetti and meatballs. It's mm. just such a such okay. a comfort food. It's like it's not difficult you to make. You spelled it the first time. Oh, did he? I didn't. Uh, I definitely did not. Pretty on sure my that's correct. Over here. It's not. But I'll figure it out. Yeah, I think Google's spaghetti fun. and meatballs is just if you're ever like I don't have much money, but I need a lot of food. Yeah. to make for like this week just grab you some some spaghetti some marinara and go grab some 
like just some hamburger, some of the cheap hamburger, and it makes it a credible meal. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Spaghetti meatballs is so good. And if you're living, you're balling on a budget. Balling yeah. on a budget, baby. Spaghetti, spaghetti's there. It's a, it's a top for sure for balling on a budget. <laughs> tell you. <laughs> you want to know how to feed a family for three dollars? Spaghetti. Seriously though, I am so yeah. bad at portioning uncooked pasta. I end up making enough for an army of a hundred. Oh, me too. But I <laughs> yeah. end up eating it. Yep. Yeah. Eating right. I remember thing. when I was in the dorms, I would make pasta for myself, and I would use one of those yep. popcorn bowls. And I'd do like half a box of pasta, and I was lean back then too, because I was twenty-two. Yeah. But and probably on some kind of steroid, I don't know. Trying to test and was was crazy. <laughs> and I pour like half a thing of fucking uh, marinara in there. Oh man, it was good. All right, God what's your? You don't eat them all in the appropriate times, and our fridge would start stinking. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, my number three is a homemade recipe of mine where I use angel hair pasta and I coat it with melted butter, olive oil, and a special seasoning called Hunter's Blend. I mix all that up together. The O'Leary Special, I like it. And then I combine that with cubed chicken that is also tossed in the same butter, olive oil, and seasonings. It is so light. It's so crispy. It's so smooth. I've made it a few times up in Minot, Jones. You know, I know, I, I know I I've shared say, it with you. I've definitely had some before, uh-huh. uh, and it was really good. Uh, yeah. I got to give completely, it what I can. It was delicious. Completely a, a unique uh, recipe of mine. So yes. I like to – the only thing I'm missing, though, I think I want to figure out a way to add white cooking wine and maybe some vodka. Dude, white cooking maybe, wine. Maybe – Maybe combine that. the top. Maybe combine the ideas of a vodka sauce with just an oil-based sauce, like a garlic cream sauce. You can't. Go I'm, I'm not sure if it'll work. You can't go wrong with white but... cooking wine, honestly. Like in any, oh yeah, in any white, flavor. any white meat, a white cooking wine, and any red meat, use uh, red cooking wine. You, you right. can't go wrong. It makes it so so much like sweeter. It's yeah. delicious. That's one of the one of the things I picked up from you, actually. That has stuck with me, other I than your uh, white... sense of humor in your mouth. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the uh, white cooking wine is—I remember finding it. I'm mean, at the be- at the the commissary once. And I was like, I don't know, we'll fucking try this some chicken, and mm-hmm. it made because I was meal prepping all the time at that point. Chicken and, and ground beef, right? It was right? chicken and, rice, ground and ground beef, beef and rice, and I had to make it better somehow. And I was baking that shit dry as fuck. Yeah. You put a little bit of white cooking wine in the pan with your chicken. It'll make it so juicy. Um. Anyways, my next one is another big title. I'm so hungry. And it's a fazoli Egg special. ziti, baby. Dude, I hate ziti noodles. With <laughs> the exception of big ziti. Mm. You put some meat sauce on there uh, with that, that five cheese again. um, Or whatever cheese they used to put on a fazoli's. Mm. Oh, oh, dude! Some ground beef, marinara, uh, ziti. Maybe some sausage on it. Some bacon in there. Boy, yes, that's some good shit. Mm. Heck so, yeah! Uh, O'Leary went with the with the, his homemade uh, mix and mash of pasta and what he would make. So, when me and Jeff first moved into our house in Minot, we were airmen with not much money, right? And so Naturally. we were trying to get 
fancy with stuff that's not fancy. Now, <laughs> what is the number one college thing to buy that's cheap and you eat all the time? Ramen, Ramen noodles. noodles. <laughs> Ramen fucking noodles. Every one just, of us knew it. But not just ramen noodles. What we would do is you grab the beef ramen. Half, half you grab a. Well, if it was two of us, we would grab two packs of the beef ramen and two packs of the creamy chicken ramen, and you mix those two together in the in the pot. You don't put it in the microwave. Yeah. It's got to be in the pot. You don't yeah. put it in the microwave. Oiled you water, animals. Yeah. It's got to be in the pot. <laughs> and then you you get it cooked. And what we would do is we would add. Uh, American cheese on top of it, right? And that would make it creamy, even more creamier. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of American cheese, but in this situation, and what Jeff taught me is he's like, you add just a a dash of sugar on top, just a tiny bit, and it added something to the flavor. We don't know what, we don't know why, but it's how he always made it. So you would add a dash of sugar on top, and then I had no idea until Jeff taught me this, right? And then you, we would grab pork chops because they're so cheap. Oh, pork yeah, chops are nice. So cheap, and we would we would cook those in a pan alongside of it, and we would use orange juice to huh. give it flavor because we did. Whenever I was first learning to cook pork chops, they always came out so like dry. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the females that was staying with us, she was like, "Why don't you just add orange juice in the bottom? It'll keep it really moist and give it nice flavor." And we were like. That sounds great. So we would make this redneck amalgamation of like ramen and pork chop, and we we called it fancy ramen, is what it was. So it's <laughs> fancy ramen is what it was. Yeah. It was like five bucks for two of us. It was so cheap, but so good. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. I love I'd it. Honestly, got to try that ramen though. A little bit of sugar on top of it. I've had ramen in maybe a couple years. Which oh, we always keep ramen stocked in the terrible. house. Always. I need to go buy right. some for the apocalypse. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Or a drunk Saturday night. Yep. <laughs> Heck yeah. Right, what's number two? All righty. So my number two is it's it's fettuccine Alfredo. But here's the, here's the twist, though. It's homemade six-ingredient Alfredo sauce. Mm. That is absolutely to fucking die for. And I also don't use fettuccine noodles. I use angel hair. So that's not so, fettuccine Alfredo. That's no. angel so, hair Alfredo. Sure. But say... Big difference. Yeah, homemade Alfredo sauce. That's the star of the show. And it requires a lot of parsley, mm. which is adds just this amazing flavor. Um, This is courtesy of my youngest brother's mother-in-law this is her family recipe that she made a couple times back when my younger brother and his wife were dating and it was so good um when i moved to korea i asked for the recipe and they gave it to me so Mm. i've been making it ever since it's so good interesting six ingredients it takes longer to make the pasta than it does to make the sauce (laughs) <laughs> that's true that's actually with a lot of these <laughs> it's like it's the yeah <laughs> so i have an oldie but a goodie and i'm i'm st- i don't know why i like baked pasta but i love me some baked pasta and a staple of growing up lasagna baby with not a whole lot um for trying to feed a family balling on a budget is lasagna 
Oh, lasagna. lasagna. Yeah, I love lasagna so much because you can do so much with it. Um, it's very versatile. It's deep dish pizza. It is with. It's basically deep dish pizza with noodles. <laughs> with noodles instead of dough. Yeah. And you actually, can cook no, it. it's a, it's a deep dish pizza flavored pie. And you or can cake. you can cook it in the crock pot. You can bake it in yeah. the oven. My personal favorite is a crock pot. Um, because you hmm. just take that bitch out, toss it in the in the fridge, come out, scoop you out some some lasagna, and you're good to go. You um, gotta send me that recipe. So um, we need to find out how many different ways we can butcher lasagna. Lasagna. <laughs> the name for it, yeah. Lasagna. 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 Oh, but yeah, no, I I love lasagna. It is it is lasagna. So and every family that I generally has their own lasagna recipe. Um yeah. and they're all delicious. If you can't make lasagna, you shouldn't be cooking anything because it's the easiest thing to make in the entire world. So funny you should mention that. I grew up not liking lasagna because of the way my mom, God bless her, she would make it. Why mm-hmm. are we seeing double of oh. the screen right now? Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. Um she would make it with unseasoned ground beef and uh, um that's white people shit right it would be unseasoned ground beef and uh, ricotta cheese that's non-hillbilly white people shit which i hate ricotta <laughs> cheese with a burning passion so i went like 20 years of my life hating lasagna until i moved in with an aunt and uncle of mine um and my aunt suzanne made it once with Graziano's spicy Italian sausage mm. and um and mozzarella cheese. And it blew my fucking mind. Cause I thought, oh my god, is this what lasagna is actually supposed to taste like? If so, I am all in. You know? <laughs> um yeah, because I, I hate ricotta cheese. I don't know I don't understand why people like that shit. And just the unseasoned ground beef. Yeah, it's a it was a travesty. But anyway, um so yeah. for my number 2, you know how me and Jeff love our Longhorn. We yeah. love Longhorn. Oh, you going to Longhorn not, Mac and Cheese? The Longhorn Steakhouse Mac and Cheese. Oh my god, yeah. Because you you went for the Applebee's and I love their five cheese mac and cheese. That was oh. wonderful. Hey, Why John, are we on the hot takes? Swapped, yeah, you swapped yep. over to hot takes. Hold up. Let's fix something. <laughs> I accidentally clicked the button. We're good. There we go. So I love the steakhouse mac and cheese. It's a two ninety nine upcharge, and they could charge twenty upcharge twenty, and I'd still eat it. It is one of my favorite dishes. Every time I go, you get this. You get the cowboy steak with the Parmesan garlic crust, the steakhouse mac and cheese, and some asparagus. Ugh, oh, every time. Where is that? With the perfect margarita? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love me some asparagus. Some baked asparagus. So good. That's fair. Or you, grilled. you cook up some bacon. Grilled. Right? Bacon-wrapped grilled asparagus. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You pan-fry in the bacon grease. Oh, So yeah. fucking good, dude. Whenever I make steak, I as asparagus, I always do the asparagus last. So like I'll make the steak in the pan and then use all that grease from the steak for the asparagus. Like put a little bit of extra oil mm-hmm. in the pan 
and yeah. then boom, all that extra flavor. If you're not using your like leftovers from whatever meat you're cooking to saute your vegetables in or, or whatever or your rice or whatever, you're not doing it right. wrong. Yeah, you're that's doing like, it wrong. That's like the best. Getting that I make this I've been making pork um with teriyaki, mayploy, uh, and soy sauce. Mayploy is fucking phenomenal. It's so good, dude. And so I've been doing that little olive oil on there. Isn't that basically make... what Buffalo Wild Wings is Asian zing sauce is? No. no Isn't no. it? No? No. It, anyway, sorry. So it, it's kind of similar, but not, not so much. It's a sweet not, chili it's oil. spicy. Yeah, it's sweet chili. Okay. But um, you put all of that on and and kind of broil your, your pork in there. And then I air fry some potatoes that I cut up, some fresh potatoes. And then I'll pour... I let it sit for a second, and I'll pour the the pork juice basically over the potatoes, and it's so fucking good. Ooh, uh, it's so good. That does sound good. All right, God, I'm I am starving right now. I'm, it I, is five thirty my time, and we're just we're like halfway through this right now. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, we want to take five for for a food break. Nope, oh, no, nope. We're all so hungry. Once you hop on the train, the train don't stop. <laughs> all aboard this. Yeah, well, at least we're not on the struggle bus. Okay, so this last one is also a homemade concoction of mine. It is my take on baked ziti Alfredo. Yeah. So I do my ziti with Alfredo sauce, not marinara sauce. And the star of the show is the Five Alarm Kojak cheese that I use. So it's shredded Kojak cheese, which in and of itself is the best cheese ever. But it's infused with peppers, so it's got a little bit of a kick to it. Mm. And it is so good. I just mix in the shredded cheese with the noodles and the Alfredo sauce, which I also incorporate a whole bunch of other spices and stuff. Stir that all together, top it with cheese, in the oven for half an hour. I'm going to have to agree with you on the Alfredo portion. But since I was a kid... um. It's actually chicken Alfredo. Since I was a kid, my dad would make this. I don't know how he does it, mm. but he makes by far the best chicken fettuccine Alfredo I've ever had. Something about home cooked with Brock. Um, so chicken fettuccine Alfredo with Brock. You steam your broccoli. Pick your chicken up with some Italian seasoning on it. Naturally. Um, go out. I cannot remember what the the Alfredo sauce is off the top of my head. Mazzetti's or Mazzaret? I can't remember. I don't know how to say Italian. Oh, words. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yep. And then um, fettuccine noodles, because gotta be fettuccine and Alfredo are one thing. Like there. peas and carrots. There's peas and carrots. There's two peas in a pot. But um, it's by far my favorite pasta of all time. My dad used to make it when I was growing up, and it was so delicious. I think he buttered the mm-hmm. noodles or put oil in the noodles or something. And every single time I've had it in my entire life, with just hundreds, if not thousands of times, it's always been good. It's That pasta dish has never been bad in my entire life. It could be stale pasta. It could be old Alfredo sauce. It somehow still tastes good. Heck yeah. So I'm going to keep with the Alfredo train and O'Leary, you talked about like the Olive Garden shrimp Alfredo, right? 
It's a classic. It's a classic. Now, I have been to Olive Garden a lot in my life. It's me, one of me and Jeff's favorite places to go. Yep. Can you tell me what I ate every single time we have ever gone to Olive Garden? Oh, chicken Alfredo. Chicken Alfredo. Chicken Alfredo, it's so, yeah. It's so simple. <laughs> At some uh, one or two times I got the steak gorgonzola or something like that, but ninety nine percent of the time in my life, I get the chicken alfredo. It's so simple, so clean, with some breadsticks. A mm-hmm. one. It's my number one. Even though some of these are more fancier or might be a, the the chicken alfredo is just it, it is king. It is king. chicken is king and alfredo is king. And they you go better perfect be getting together. kickbacks from Olive Garden for this free promotions. I get. know, right? <laughs> like, Chicken Alfredo is also one of the few dishes that if you go somewhere, I guess spaghetti is kind of like this too. Mm-hmm. But if you go to an Italian restaurant, it's always going to be good. Always. Yeah. Ever, like, I've never went to a restaurant with bad spaghetti or bad vegetarian Alfredo. I've also never been to a restaurant that didn't have that as a menu option. Very yes. true. For an Italian restaurant, yes. Right. Yes. Hell, yeah. even some non-Italian restaurants, if they have a pasta section of their menu, mm-hmm. there's going to be some some rendition of alfredo on there somewhere yes i mean uh, it's so good but it's a good, you know, thing we're, it's a good thing we're not debating alfredo versus meat sauce because that wouldn't even oh, be a debate oh that wouldn't even be a debate no but i do i do have a hot take on on our noodles all right i'll start this one off this this one's interesting so i know that technically this is not right but it is right and that is that depending on the shape of the pasta, <laughs> it tastes different. <laughs> a spaghetti noodle does not taste the same as a fettuccine noodle, which does not taste the same as a penne noodle, which does not taste the same as an angel hair noodle. They can, or a rigatoni, or, or a ziti, or a bow tie, or an elbow, or a shell. None of it. Shell mac and cheese tastes way better than elbow macaroni mac and cheese. That should have been my hot take. Damn it. I'm just saying the noodles, for some reason, you can put different sauce. You can put the same sauce on every noodle, and it's going to taste different. I don't know if it's a mental thing. It is a weird psychological thing. But yeah, I, I agree like, with you on that one. Fettuccine always do. tastes way different than anything else because it's so thick. It's a it's a big-ass noodle. You know, if it you is. get your little, little angel hair, which I like too, and you put Alfredo on it, it's going to be two totally different dishes. That's my hot take. I have tried substituting the rigatoni pasta that I used to make the pasta salad with. I have tried to substitute that with like penne or something else. It's just fundamentally wrong. It's wrong. It somehow tastes different. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because the uh, the penne noodles don't they can't get coated with the sauce properly the rigatoni noodles with the spirals they kind of collect and hold the sauce mm-hmm. and the one that right? holds the sauce better than any of them is the fettuccine i don't know what it is but you let that alfredo set in a fettuccine noodle that is now alfredo that, <laughs> that, that noodle now is alfredo like, there's so... a reason why mops look like yep thick <laughs> pasta yeah <laughs> so along with jones's take about how noodles make a difference i believe that a red pasta noodle versus a white pasta noodle they should never be switched i think that what do you mean the spaghetti by that? noodle okay. should only be used for a red sauce where a fettuccine should only be used for alfredo 
I kind of agree with you on that. That the hmm. amount of times I've tried spaghetti noodles with Alfredo, which is twice, it never went good. It's, it's like a psychological say, thing, it, though. It's psychological, but it just doesn't hold the Alfredo as well because, mm. like, with the marinara, you've got the meat. And, like, I just don't think spaghetti noodles hold the sauce well anyways, mm. but it doesn't hold the... Like, if you have a creamy Alfredo, it doesn't hold it well enough. Yeah, because marinara is a little thicker, so you can... It'll, it'll it, sit it's a, little a little bit thicker. better on it. Yes. I, so I, that's my hot take. And Boy, I'll I feel like I'm going to be... I feel like I'm going to be fighting an uphill battle during this debate then. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually good that we brought Pounders on today. Alrighty, so my hot take. Uh, Fazoli's breadsticks are better than Olive Garden breadsticks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shut your mouth. So much better, dude. <laughs> they are the best breadstick ever. You, Pounders, have clearly never had Fazoli's breadsticks. I, I never have, no. They you're literally just, melt in your mouth. Garden. Dude, so I used to work for Zoli's, they right? Melt your mouth. They're what so are the Zoli's that I keep hearing about? Zoli's is a Midwestern fast food Italian joint. Yeah, it's think think so Italian delicious. McDonald's. Uh, oh, that doesn't sound good. More like an Italian, not a, not McDonald's, uh, like in a, like an Italian Panda Express. Okay, that works too. I would say that it's works. At, okay. it's as fast food as Italian food can get. Yes. And they had all the classic Italian dishes. You got your spaghetti, you got your fed Alfredo, you got your chicken parm, you got your baked ziti, whatever, whatever. And they were all ready in like five, ten minutes, right? And you could get you could get for your side um, either a side salad or a slice mm-hmm. of pizza. And then you get unlimited breadsticks That's while right. you're dining in with your meal, which was like nine bucks. Yeah, like, and it was cheap. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing I liked about it. So I worked, at, I worked there, right, for mm-hmm. most of my teenage years. Um, so what they do for the breadsticks is you make this giant vat. I, I say vat specifically a vat of butter. <laughs> so you take these oils and you'll dump the oils in and you have like giant packs like this big or bigger of uh, seasoning and you'll dump the giant thing of seasoning and you'll stir it. Now, when it comes to the breadsticks, um, they get shit frozen like every restaurant ever, right? You line them out on a baking pan, about 12 to 16 breadsticks on a baking pan. And yeah. then you take a, a ladle, like a big one, like maybe, maybe that big ladle. Mm-hmm. And you do a whole ladle on one row, take another ladle. You do a whole oh ladle on another row. And they don't you... get brushed on. They get dunked. No. And then you take a brush. <laughs> And then you brush that ladle's worth on the fucking breadsticks. And then those breadsticks sit and soak up all of that for in the in the, the walk-in fridge for maybe overnight. Actually, usually two or three days. Um, it just soaks in while it's in the, the walk-in fridge or walk-in freezer. I'm salivating over and here. Then, yeah. And then so you know these aren't these aren't like like Olive Garden ones where they're they're hard, right? You put them through a rotating chewy. oven, and all of that butter cooks in. So when you pick it up, it like bends over. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a floppy dick. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I will not be going to Fazoli's to eat the floppy Dude, dicks. No, you need to find a Fazoli's. They're the greatest floppy dicks ever. 
and okay. you need to have their breadsticks and you you're welcome you need to have their okay. breadsticks and you need to have their um their chicken carbonara or their mm. their chicken fettuccine alfredo's delicious heck yeah right. do we all agree with each other's takes i'm i'm yeah. glad we yeah. uh we were all on the same boat. I kind of disagreed with Pounders' take, and it will make a little bit more sense when we get into the uh, the debate. Mm. But before we get into the debate, let's play everyone's favorite game, shall we? We shall. Yes. Don't get me fucking started. Don't get me started. <laughs> Come on. There it is. With a guest. There he is. All righty. I'm going to pee while you so, explain this. All right. Like always, here's my explanation for this game. The way this game works is it's designed to be a um, an improv, impromptu travel slash road trip game. Um, I learned it as a theater warm-up when I was doing theater productions in high school. Um, basically, the way this works is I will give my buddies a innocuous topic like ice cream trucks or escalators, or pasta sauce, or something like that. And then I will tell them, you either love it, or you hate it. And they have to instantly go on a minute-long rant on all the reasons why they either love or hate it. All stream of consciousness, all right off the top of your head. It's a challenge, especially the way we play it, in which we kind of target each other, um, telling you you love things that you actually hate, or you hate things that you actually love. Um... We are in the process of creating an actual card game that will feature this gameplay style. So we're going to have 108 or so cards that have random topics on them. The player will draw the card, see what the topic is, and then roll a dice that will... You have a 50-50 shot of either it's saying love or hate. Then you got a little egg timer, right? Or you can use your phone. Um, and then you have to go on a minute just ranting. If you can't fill the minute, you lose. Right. So uh, we are in the process of refining um, those 108 or so cards. And then, because uh, we've already got the packaging, we've already got the card design for the most part down. And then hopefully we'll hit Kickstarter later this year. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a weird process. We're going to have to like get packs for us. So maybe our friends have them play, get feedback a couple times, change mm -hmm. some stuff up. So it's a longer process than honestly thought at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, also yeah. coming with 108 cards, you would think would be easy, um, <laughs> but it's not it's necessarily because we want to find the funniest stuff we could possibly find, not just right. random words that you're trying to explain. Right. Like I can't say, Hey, pounders, you love forks. Yeah. I like, mean, forks what, are just what, the, what the hell am I supposed catch. to do with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> I can't eat my pasta without a fork. But now that um, would be a eating soup with a fork or something would be. <laughs> oh, maybe we should uh, write that one down. <laughs> in Airman Leadership School, once you become a NCO, a non-commissioned officer, you go through what's called ALS. These guys know this. I'm explaining it for the viewers. But in it, a lot of it is based upon public speaking and your ability to get your point across because that becomes very important the higher up you go. You may mm. be correct on the situation, but if you can't explain it, then you're in trouble. So what they do, at least whenever I went through, is they have a screen, and you would click on the screen, and it would pop up a topic, and you had to spend 60 seconds talking about this topic, just on the go, as soon as possible, no, no stopping. 
and the instructor would videotape it and then you would watch it back see how many ums you said how many as ah, the vocalized a, pauses the vocalized pauses and once you hear vocalized pauses you'll never be the same like you can watch the old show american chopper and you would see how often the older gentleman would say um and it irritates me to no end now whenever i hear other people do it in the class they'd be like and um and um um we would go to this and do um and have to go take care of this um and it just irritates me so I, i'm kind of curious yeah. to watch this and see how many times <laughs> y'all do it and how many times i do it how many vocal pauses you have that'd be uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry dramatic effect no my um shit wow. yeah <laughs> it'll, never, it'll change your life god damn it i didn't expect it to happen that fast i went no, through, my uh... personal pet peeve of language is when people overuse the word like in their yeah. descriptive stuff i hate it just use your damn words i think <sighs> um's mine when i went through uh, i went through that instructor course yeah. to go and be the 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 trainer and when you go through they do the same exact thing and they write it down and tell you and the big way that they told me when i was instructing to get past that is to because i'm from the midwest is to take small pauses between what you're doing to think about what you're going to say and then you won't have as many of those ums likes buts uh whatever i'm still not perfect at it i've definitely gotten a lot worse than i used to be when i was when i was instructing i wouldn't say any of that shit ever now obviously i haven't been instructing in a couple of years so it's a little rough for me but the biggest the biggest thing in relation to that topic is knowing your subject so That's you have one. less vocal pauses when you, guess you know did. the subject if you know what you're saying, especially if it's something that you've rehearsed and prepared, it gets a little bit easier. But if you're really, truly going off the top of your head, it's hard. I, I find that my brain physically like buffers. Buffer. You, know what I mean? <laughs> you see no, the loading sign. I, I literally see the loading sign in the back of my mm -hmm. back of my eyeballs. And I'm like, oh, shit, what am I going to say next? Uh, 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 I need a placeholder to keep these kids' attention, you know, because if I stop speaking for a second, they're like, ah, la, 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 la. Yep. That's truth. Tension spin nowadays is crazy. <laughs> now, speaking of that, you know, how about we let our guests go first this week? Yeah, let's oh, do that. Nice. All right. Now, oh, I'm going to give you one. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. To see how. What the fuck just happened? I don't know, Jones. Okay, what the fuck did just happen? Hey, I got a lot going on over here. All right. <laughs> you guys are over here chilling, just relaxing, talking. I'm over here running 17 different things. Sometimes it don't don't always work. We love um, you. And I just woke up like an hour ago, two hours ago. All right, founders, you absolutely love when the pasta burns to the bottom of the pan. <laughs> All right. Good uh, luck. Am I good to start? Yep. Yep. So, whenever you're making pasta, and the worst thing I hate about pasta is whenever you're cooking it. And you take it out of the pan, you drain it, everything, and you're like, oh my god, I did not cook this pasta enough. And it's just so, so weedy, and it's got all that, all the stuff coming off of it. It's all stuck together. It's terrible. So what you got to do 
is you got to make sure you cook it all the way. So I like to turn on the stove and then so I'll I'll take it out and I'll test it. And when you see it's al dente, you let it sit there for about five more minutes. That way you know that it's good. It's going to be kind of burnt on the bottom and you only get like half of the noodles are not that way so you only use half of the noodles you take out the ones that aren't burnt so I, I love making sure i get those burnt ones to know that my pasta is done because i'm not a professional chef and i think that i want to make sure that nobody's catching anything for my uncooked pasta i think um, i need to change one of mine <laughs> how much long uh, i can't see the timer that was it's it it's gone yeah oh oh nice okay not bad not a bad start not terrible. a bad start. Dear God, I, none of that is true. Please, anyone listening, <laughs> that is not fucking true. Exactly the point of the game. Well, I won't change. I won't change my other one then, because I have a good one. I had a something similar, similar vein for you, Pounders. <laughs> no, I can be convincing though. Damn it. I can... Well, shit. No, what? I do need to change it because I had for Pounders. You love overcooked noodles. So I need to hold on. Here, I need to we'll just this. replay this entire. No, segment. no, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll I, do it again. All well, right, so Pounders, you you ask one of Jones, yeah. and while he's doing that, I need to come up with. Okay. Uh, my screen just froze. Can y'all still hear me? Oh, there it goes. You're, like a robot, you're but buffering robot style. Ah. But Jones, you love wheat pasta. The whole wheat <laughs> pasta. Go. All right, so I do love whole wheat pasta, and here's the reason. A lot of my life, especially in the past eight to nine years, has been trying to keep or lose weight. And I tell you, if you're trying to get a good a quality, good healthy bodybuilding meal, it's that whole wheat. Now, some people may call it shit. Some people may not like the taste, but that graininess in your meals when you're eating your fettuccine, a little bit of whole wheat in mm -hmm. there with that Alfredo, like I said earlier, you can't make Alfredo bad. It's impossible. It just makes the dish a little bit more weedy, and I'm losing weight. So that's a plus. That other stuff, you know, it is what it is. Also, the wheat pastas, you know, they just actually dye those. It's the same pasta with a little bit of dye in there. So there's no actual really brown or whole wheat pasta. It's just regular pasta with a little bit of uh, brown dye in there. So I'm losing weight or thinking I'm losing weight, and, you know, that's why I like it so much. Uh, it's actually true that they just dye the pasta. Wait, no. Um, that's rice. Yeah, so yeah. that's brown rice. I was rice. like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was bullshit. It was believable. <laughs> but I'm... <laughs> Handling his inner Alex Jones. I'm a, I'm a master bullshitter. <laughs> that, that's all I know. I can bullshit with the best of them. Oh, shit. Alrighty. Who's got one for me? I, I, I got it. one for you. All right. You hate homemade pasta. Yeah. Who doesn't? Okay. Homemade pasta is not worth the effort. You have to put so much effort into actually creating the noodles, and it never turns out right, and it's never worth the $3 that it takes to go to the store and pick up a box of whatever the fuck. Right? And God forbid you try to make homemade pasta that's anything other than fettuccine. Right? You can't make homemade round pasta. It's a pain in the ass. You definitely can't make anything like the rigatoni or the rotini or any sort of spiral. It's so difficult unless you have highly specialized equipment. It's a pain in the ass. It's not worth it. Like I said, spend $3, go down to the store, pick up a pre-made box of Berea, throw in some water, and you're good to go. Right? 
the only people who want to do this are the purists and the hip hip the, what's the word hipsters the people that think they're too good for store-bought pasta that's like such a california thing i'm gonna make my own pasta my own pasta sauce and i'm gonna be better than everyone else because i do it that way <laughs> Kind of true I, about the California part. <laughs> very true. I was gonna. I, I should have said pasta sauce. I should you have should have sauce. I I meant whenever I was saying hates homemade pasta like the dish itself, like the whole thing. But I didn't specify. You didn't specify. Good so job. The noodles. Yep. <laughs> as soon as I said it and you started, I was like, oh, I missed out on, on the whole dish because, oh man, that got, was fun. That was one of my better ones. I got a that good love for you, Lee. <laughs> Oh, I'm going twice in a row here, huh? Yeah, why not? All right, fuck it. Um, you changed this for him, but now you have to explain it because you love overcooked pasta. Oh, good luck. Okay, I'm gonna grab some water. Let me just replay what Pounder said. No. <laughs> okay, so um, I love overcooked pasta. Because at least it's better than undercooked pasta. Right? Okay. At the very least, you know it's done. Now, we're not talking al dente here. We're talking just past al dente. Because you don't want... God damn. I can't reuse Pounders' arguments. Well, you're failing right now. That's all I'll tell okay. you. No, no, no. You don't want your pasta crispy. Right? Because that's disgusting. I would rather have overcooked pasta that's a little softer because at the very least it's easy to chew. Right? And you know it's been done. And if you bake it, it won't get so crunchy. That one was rough. That, was <laughs> that rough. one was that that wasn't rough. as rough oh, as human man. centipede. <laughs> <laughs> I had repressed that memory, okay? Why do you Oh, I'm gonna bring, bring it up, up every week. <laughs> The only time one of us well, no, hasn't been it able it was to... basically the exact same argument you gave Pounders, and I I was trying to not reuse his arguments. No, what I gave Pounders was, um, he kind of went off a different tangent for it. Was when the pasta burns to the bottom of the pan. You know how it burns yeah, to the that's... bottom of the pan and it's concrete. You have to. Oh, that's what I was going for with the question. Okay. I well, should have then. said cleaning burnt pasta out of your pan. <laughs> like that's stuck to your pan. That one sucks. Yes. All right, Pounders, I got one for you. Joe, uh, did I say Pounders? I meant Jones. Yep. Oh, Jones. Okay. Jones, I got one. I got one for you. Okay. We're gonna kind of go out of order here. You absolutely love it when people call Alfredo sauce white sauce. <laughs> You're a real son of a bitch. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like you changed that mid fucking episode. Nope, that was the very first you know, one I did. I I do like it, and you know why? I don't feel intellectually superior very often because I couldn't even say intellectually uh, the first time <laughs> correctly. <laughs> but when people call Alfredo sauce white sauce, it just makes me feel like a better person. And you're older than seven years old. And I'm older than seven years old. Um, <laughs> I'm I don't eat chicken nuggies with my white sauce anymore. Uh, so I, I do love when people do say that it, it shows a, a, a pureness about someone that they don't understand what, what white sauce compared to Alfredo sauce is. It shows that, you know, they might not have a whole lot of life experience. Maybe they're new to, 
maybe they're new to, to, to Italian food and they don't understand uh, what white sauce is. Or uh, maybe they're a porn star and anything that's white uh, to them uh, in, in some semi-liquid uh, is named white uh, sauce. And that's all I'll say about that. Oh, no, why? no, that's that's baby batter. That's, that's, that's just... <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. All right, we're just not going to talk about it. Next, all right, who's got something for me? No, moving on. All right, Pounders, I got one for you. We're going to be quick and to the point. Uh, you hate Olive Garden. So I really hate Olive Garden because it's so overhyped. Everybody is always like, Olive Garden this, Olive Garden th that. I mean, if you want real good Italian, you're not going to go to Olive Garden. Everybody who goes to Olive Garden thinks it's this fancy thing thinks it's like the shit they're always talking about how great olive garden is but whenever you go to like those really like we have a really nice really nice italian place called fifth and main street back home but it's it's definitely more expensive and you just know the quality is going to be so much better like you don't know what the quality is at olive garden there's thousands of it's like a mcdonald's and if you want a really good good burger place you go to any other place other than McDonald's, your Olive Garden is like your McDonald's of Italian food. Yeah, ten Not seconds. Bad, but you got 10 seconds. Oh, I can't see the timer. But I also don't like Olive Garden because their breadsticks are not the best. It's just like you know that the breadsticks are always going to be crunchy. They come out hard sometimes. The salt is going to be off. It's just not the best. You're good. You can't oh, see you're the a timer. Asshole. My phone, the positioning for the camera is in front ah. of the timer, and if I move that, it throws off everything. I've got ah, the chat pulled up. That makes sense. So yeah. Okay. Not bad. If I... Not Fuck, bad. You. Not... Fuck you. <laughs> I love Olive Fuck Garden. You. Dick. I fucking love Olive Garden. <laughs> you know. Oh man, yeah. that's great. Pounders. You know what, O'Leary? You know what, O'Leary? You love noodles without sauces. It's just regular pasta. Just the pasta. No sauce. And go. Okay. That works. I can do that because, as stated in my top five, my second favorite pasta dish doesn't include sauce. It's butter, olive nope, oil, and sauce. seasoning. That's it is not a sauce. sauce. It that is, is all sauce. Butter. Melted butter is not a sauce. It's creating a sauce. You're that, creating no, a sauce. It's not. Restart. That's it, creating it, a nope, sauce. Nope. Plain nope, my pasta. favorite thing, there is really good pasta to be had without cream-based sauces, vodka-based sauces, meat-based sauces, tomato-based sauces, which I think are the four main groups. Anyway, butter, a bunch of good things you can sauce. do. Butter is not a sauce base. It is an occasional additive. And if you look at the roots of the four parent sauce groups, I think only one of them actually has butter in it. So... With that being said, shove it up your ass. <laughs> you can do a lot of good stuff with pasta, butter, olive oil. Boom. No. <laughs> no. You're I'm looking it up right now. I walked right all over you. Look up the four parent sauces. Uh, oh, oh, look. To make garlic butter sauce. Butter sauce. Go, literally just Google, is butter a pasta base? Go do it. You may have Jones, I'm gonna, I'm, Jones, I'm going to need your opinion on this one. Me, to be our mediator here. 
I think he was he was implying eating like raw noodle, raw cooked noodle. I think was the implication. I don't care what the implication was. But also, we have always found loopholes around implication with this game. Yes, but is this the one time it was I'm more get argumentative up? than it was a don't get me started? In my opinion. Uh, it was more of a debate at this point than it was an actual don't get me <laughs> not, my fault. not my fault. I was going on my rant like I was supposed to. This so, mother- that mother father so due decided to, that, to jump down my throat. So due to that, I will award O'Leary um, the okay on that. If it mm. wasn't for the argumentative portion uh, into a debate, I believe we may have had a uh, redo. Uh, okay. Bet. <laughs> But now, Pounders, uh, I have a good one for you. All right, what you got? You hate chicken Alfredo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fettuccine, chicken fettuccine Alfredo, because obviously we know that fettuccine is the only noodle you eat with it. I, I lose. And go. No. Is that not... the one? Is this that is the, the one, one you said? You, you... Use? Ah. Yes. Try it out. Literally the... He said no. it before I'm we not, started. I'm not betraying my chicken Alfredo. <laughs> No, I will betray all of God. I will, I will betray everything I've ever loved, but not my fucking chicken Alfredo. You fucking asshole! Oh, that's great. I fucking hate you so much. No, he did. He did say before we even started that there is one thing that he will will not take the L. That was it. (laughs) I will fucking take the L. I just want the audience to know. Um, I am now the master. Of getting people not to do their don't get me started. First, it was O'Leary. Hold one, on, hold one on. and a half times. I didn't refuse. No, but you I did just not. Couldn't. Even, you just couldn't. I couldn't come up with anything. Exactly. You so, said I love the human centipede for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, good luck. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> what the fuck was I supposed to do with that? Oh, you're supposed to bullshit. Um, but the cinematic. There there's enough shit in that movie for five movies. There you go. You could have argued yeah. that. This is the game of bullshitting. Anyway. This isn't the game of good explanation. This is the game of bullshitting <laughs> around the question. Is really what it is. Oh, my God. So now well, I'm now, I, I now the I master. I have one left for Jones. What about y'all? I have um one left for each of you, actually. Yeah, I have one left okay. for O'Leary. Okay, so okay. it's O'Leary's turn to go yeah. for Jones, I think. All righty. Jones. It's me. You hate Parmesan cheese. Okay. So here's the thing about Parmesan cheese. Anything that clumps in its packaging, probably not good. You go your Parmesan cheese and you got to shake that shit to get the clumps out of it to be able to pour it over your your dish or whatever. Probably not that great. Also, kind of a hot take, but not really because I'm right. Uh, It's not that great in pizza. Going to be completely honest with you. Not that great on pasta. It adds like a tiny bit of flavor, but there's so many more cheeses you could put on your pasta that would be better. Get a little bit of mozzarella. Put that bitch in your pasta. Let it let it soak in there. You don't need Parmesan cheese on your spaghetti. Or are you fucking seven years old? And Parmesan cheese. You want, you want a blankie and some chicken nuggies with your Parmesan cheese? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Parmesan cheese is the most useless cheese by far of any of the cheeses uh, that we've created in this world or that the big man himself created in this world. 
That was incredibly well done, Jones. For a well second done. there, I couldn't tell that you were actually talking out your ass. I don't like Parmesan cheese, I'll be honest. You what? You actually don't? No, I don't. I mean, I'll, I'll eat it. That but... target was terrible. I'll, uh, I, uh, yeah, I didn't realize Jones was such an idiot. No, that's not true. I, I don't <laughs> I don't dislike it. I just, like you said something, you're like, I'm not going to, I just won't eat it. Um, No, maybe I was, I was listening to something else. I just, I'm not going to go out of my way to put Parmesan cheese in something. My homemade Alfredo recipe requires like half of it is melted Parmesan cheese. What's that stuff they put on your pasta at Olive Garden? Is it Parmesan? is uh, bring the, it's a, the cheese it's a blend or? of Parmesan and Romano. That's why it tastes good. Yeah, because of the Romano. Yeah, because yeah. of the blend. I, I've never been... I'll, I'll eat it. I'll put it on my spaghetti, but never on my mm. Alfredo. Fuck no. Yeah. Oh, I love it. You put parmesan. mozzarella or any other cheese on your Alfredo, you do not put Parmesan cheese in your Alfredo. It makes the consistency weird. All right. So I got one for Jones. Jones has one for, or O'Leary has one for me. Yep. And I have and Jones has one for I O'Leary. Have, I have no, I have, all yeah. I have one for, I have one for O'Leary. I've been crossing them out as I've been doing it. Oh, okay. Uh, I have one for O'Leary. That's all I have left. And I have one for Jones. All right, and then I have one more for Pounders. Oh, well, that is about perfect. Nose goes. All right. Ooh, that was close. Ooh, I, could, not it. I couldn't tell. Not it. Ah, okay. All right, all right, Pounders. Are we six years old? <laughs> yes, yes, we are. We're hey, six years old eating chicken nuggies and Parmesan chicken cheese. Chicken nuggies and Parmesan cheese. Holding their blanket and chicken nuggies eating Parmesan cheese. All right, Pounders, you love. Vegan slash veggie pasta. So whenever we're talking vegan or vegetarian, I always think about the health benefits. So yes, your pasta may be really good when it comes to your your regular pasta, but we don't, with a vegetarian pasta, it's going to be much more healthier. You're going to get some of those vegetable flavors that we all know and love. And if you didn't know, the vegetarian pasta actually holds the sauce better, in my opinion. It always just kind of sits there, and you get the sauce more than you get the pasta. So whenever you eat a pasta dish, you want to taste the sauce. So the vegetarian pasta is healthier for you, but it also, you just taste the sauce. You don't really get anything for the vegetarian pasta. So I, I like sauces much more than I do the pasta itself. It doesn't really matter to me. And with the vegetarian pasta... Um, you know you're getting quality because anything that's more expensive is always going to be better on the quality side. So that would be the the reasoning that I like uh, a vegetarian pasta over the original pasta. And I know I've pissed off every Italian in the entire world. <laughs> that was solid. Yeah. You sounded like a guy that likes IPA trying to explain why he likes IPAs. <laughs> that is exactly what I was going for. That is 100% what I was going for. Because you know because you know they're full of shit. Yeah. You just gotta yeah. Just nod and smile along. Oh yeah, yeah, you're a dumbass. I don't have to convince <laughs> you. I don't have to convince you. I just gotta talk the full thirty seconds. Unless you have a foot fetish, you should not like IPAs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Jones. Well said. I can't stand IPAs or feet. <laughs> Other Jones. Other Jones. Oh, yeah, Jones definitely is probably smashing IPAs and sucking on toes. <laughs> he also he says he'll it. eat burnt pasta. Oh, that's Dark Abyss. Um, oh, is, is Jones still in here? Oh, shit, my bad. We're taking shots at him. No, I hope he's still in so here. Sad. I'll text it to him later. 
Okay. So, um, so Jones, you, um, you hate cold pasta. I hate cold pasta. Yes, you do. Him and everybody else on God's green earth. Jones is getting the easy ones. Fuck. I am getting the easy ones. <laughs> pasta salad. Cause you know what? Pasta salad, macaroni salad, uh, anything involving pasta kind of overrated. Give me honest. Why wouldn't you just cook your pasta? In my opinion, as we went through my top five, I love me some baked pastas. Talking in lasagnas. You can put any pasta in an oven or a crock pot or a pan or something and it'll taste good. What you're doing is you're taking way more, like a lot of work that you didn't need with hot pasta or with cold pasta and doing it with hot pasta. So it's making me so angry. I can't even speak. That's how bad this is. So you're you're boiling these pasta noodles, right? After it's done boiling, you can put it in the strainer. It'd be done. You put your pasta sauce over it. Congratulations. You have a meal. No, 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 no. I have to go through, put it in the fridge, wait, go back, put my ingredients in it, put it back in the fridge, and then eat it tomorrow. Why the fuck would I do that? I, I forgot how to speak English halfway through that. I feel personally attacked on that one. <laughs> Because that's exactly what I do when I make my pasta salad. I won't touch it for at least 12 hours. Yeah, you got to let it soak in. <laughs> I do love me some, some I, especially macaroni right. salad. I love you macaroni salad. You also got to remember, I had like 10 minutes to come up with these. No, that's a good one because I actually, I, I love pasta. I love cold pasta. I that's love, the first thing I do when I, I get love back from this salad. TDY. I'm going to make my pasta salad. God, I don't need to go some macaroni salad. Oh, Hun, did I tell you Hunt hit me up a couple months ago? Asking mm -hmm. me for that recipe again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, all right. Every so, family uh, has a pasta salad, too, it seems. They all have a lasagna, and they all have a pasta salad, it seems. Yep. Mm. All uh, right. Who's left? O'Leary got last one? I think I have one more. I have one more as well. Wait, no. I've done all mine. I think there's one more for me. Yes. yes. Pounders, okay. do you have any left? Nope. Okay. That is it. All right. So I'll round this game off. O'Leary. Hit me. You hate Olive Garden chicken hate. carbonara. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. Uh, for one thing, um, anything Olive Garden chicken based is very bland to me. Like, I feel like they don't use any seasonings. It, they, it's like white Karen made the chicken, like barely grilled enough to be considered edible and safe by OSHA standards. Right. Carbonara by itself. I'm not a fan of the carbonara sauce. Like, I'm not even bullshitting. I just don't like carbonara, right? Um, especially the the other shit that they put in it. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's mushrooms in there. Something like that. I don't like mushrooms, right? So chicken carbonara, especially from Olive Garden, is a combination of a bunch of things that Olive Garden just does very badly. One, the grilled chicken, right? It's tasteless. It's barely cooked enough to be considered edible. And then you mix that with some half-assed carbonara sauce that's made by somebody who doesn't speak English in a pot that's been sitting <laughs> I don't know I'm bullshitting remember <laughs> he's a white Karen and sauce made by someone who doesn't speak English usually <laughs> usually if someone doesn't speak English it tastes way better <laughs> You'd think. that's the general rule of thumb Holy shit, this is draining my phone battery so terribly. Holy fuck. I started the stream out at 100%. What are you at now? What are you at now? 32. Woo! 
So wait, so you actually don't like chicken carbonara? No, I actually don't. So Pounders and I last night we were playing games, and I was like, "Fuck, what does he always get at Olive Garden?" I could not remember for the life of me. I couldn't remember either. And There's I was always like, "Shrimp Alfredo, man." I could not remember it, so I was like, "Shrimp Alfredo." I think it's a carbonara, maybe. <laughs> no. You mean y'all got together and pre-gamed this shit without me? Okay. Wow. Well, number yeah, one, well, I wasn't coming on. That's true. And so that's how he just targeted oh, okay. me so heavily with the chicken Alfredo. That's how he hit. So that's that's cheating in my opinion because I literally true. told you my favorite thing to eat last night as we were gaming. That's not true because you guys are my friends and I know you guys for the most part. Sometimes I mess some things up, but these are all targeted for a reason. Yeah. All... <laughs> there's yep. there's a specific reason that this game is the way it is. Suddenly, I... I'm missing their frozen peach bellinis right now. Oh, oh, that's, oh good. That's the third gayest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> they're so good i hate it all right hold on what's number one and number two them. now i need to know i think number one is probably um <laughs> come on get it out that's what he said i think okay that's not true number one no it's it's still that one it's it's when you when you order the sex on the beach <laughs> at, at b-dubs and you were like this is so good and you do that like face you do when something's really good you're like oh. right <laughs> that's number one yeah. that's the number one gayest thing you've ever said or done in front of me just so all, of his a drink? all of his gayest shit is always the drinks he's ordered while we're just over there sipping our beer yeah. we'll be at a restaurant and we'll be like give me a bun like this... well i guess that's gay now Hold too on. The last give me a bush like on the beach give me a was at light. dak actually Either way, it was the gayest thing you've ever said to me, or ever said in your life was, "I'll get a sex on the beach," to our hot waitress. The second yeah. thing is when you went, Jones, look over here, and you had your dick and balls in a sock, <laughs> and you had just gotten out of the shower. <laughs> what? I do not remember. Are you sure that wasn't Hunt? <laughs> it's both of you. Are you sure? I don't ever remember doing that. I was so surprised because I didn't think it would be from you, Hunt. I hundred percent. I I I get that why he would. Yeah, he always did shit like that. But I was oh sitting there gaming, God. and you went, <laughs> you went, Jones, look over. I looked over. You just had your dick of balls in a sock, <laughs> and you're <were> like, <laughs> that's not gay. That's fratty. There's a difference. Well, not really. A lot of those guys turn up gay, but. <laughs> Oh, oh those man. are three gayest things you ever said to me. See, and I thought it was going to be something I said on, on the podcast a couple weeks ago, which spawned the, oh, joke. <laughs> okay, that was, that was so hilarious. <laughs> seeing, seeing the delay <laughs> on the screen of what you said, and then seeing you do the most shit on I don't like, actually remember what you said. <laughs> I don't either. We're going to have to go but back. You, and... went, you went, blah, then I went, blah, and I went. <laughs> We both did it a few times. I'll have to go back and find the podcast we did that on. If someone in chat could help us out, it would be hilarious. No. Um, but not worth it. having talked about all these uh, us doing somewhat homosexual things, uh, how about some Woody Rathers? Mm, you? Yeah. Because yep. this usually turns sexual in nature. <laughs> yep. But Any it's all pasta boy, based, right? I was a good boy today. Related. Yeah. I was yeah, a good boy. Can't fuck your pasta. Well, depends on how you try. <laughs> oh, spanking the mac and cheese. 
<laughs> oh, you naughty mac and cheese. You, you remember that commercial? <laughs> the fucking guy spanking so, his mac and cheese. So a question for you. If you shove uncooked pasta up your ass, will it come out cooked? Is it warm enough in there? I think it becomes a meat sauce. 97 degrees, <laughs> right? <laughs> definitely comes out a little creamier. Uh, what do you... No, no, we're not going to... Right. It's definitely a cream sauce. I've never heard of someone getting a yeast infection in their asshole before. <laughs> it's probably a good way to do oh. it. Oh. Oh. God. Okay. Oh, it's funny. All right. These guys' podcasts right. go by the way, Connors. I just say off the wall shit all the they time. They just devolve. <laughs> that was so quickly. I don't have a filter. I'm sorry. I just don't have one anymore. Well, none of us do. I Brain, just don't mouth, to that words. shit. <sighs> okay. Alary, would you rather? All right. Would you rather? Yes. Uh, never eat your family pasta salad ever again. You motherfucker. But. You're able to cook pasta like every other pasta, like a professional chef. Or never be able to eat any other pasta besides your family pasta ever again. Mother. That's a hard one. See, at first I was willing to say I don't give a shit about being able to cook at a professional level. Mm -hmm. No loophole being able to recreate your family pasta. That's not how this is working. So what are my options again? So you can never eat your family pasta again, but you're able to cook but. every other pasta dish like a professional chef. Yeah. Or you're never e able to eat any other pasta dish again besides your family pasta salad. That is a hard one. I came with my fucking A game today. Took me about an hour to wake up, but now we're here. So my choices are essentially mm -hmm. all pasta or family pasta salad. It's it's only one or the other. It's all pasta, but the best pasta that's ever been made. Mm -hmm. Basically, because you're professional. You're like you're like the Gordon Ramsay of pasta now. Without being able to eat pasta salad, specifically your family's pasta salad. Right. Or, damn. You never eat anything ever again. Besides, you can only eat your family's pasta salad. I. Fuck. No tacos. No pizza. No, no, no. <laughs> no, there's no, no spaghetti. Oh, no, oh, oh, oh. No, yeah. Alfredo. Like, only that. No ramen. No, that's, that's the only kind of pasta-based oh. food I can ever eat again. Yeah. You need other stuff, just never pasta again. Oof. I think I would have to say I can still eat every other type of pasta, not homemade. I'm telling your mom. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I'm calling Mr. Leary tomorrow. I think she'd agree with me, though. <laughs> Probably. Sacrifice <laughs> one for the sake of all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That was rough, Leary. All right, Jones. Okay. It's me. Would you rather only eat pasta at restaurants and never make homemade pasta, or 
and what I mean is homemade pasta dishes, mm-hmm. or only make homemade pasta dishes and never be able to eat at a pasta restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say homemade dishes. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take homemade dishes over eating pasta out specifically because my dad makes the best fettuccine alfredo in the entire world um uh, by far and i think there's more options if i go out that i can eat that's not they're not pasta related um it would be rough going to an italian restaurant and not getting a pasta related dish yeah but i don't really cook at home either i don't really cook pasta that's why I thought I would get you with it. I don't really cook pasta at all. But my dad's fettuccine alfredo is the best, and I can't. If he cooks that mm. one day, or I want to cook some fettuccine alfredo when I'm drunk one night, or some ramen, fuck, yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking homemade. Okay. All right. I'll just what go ahead and me, give... Jones? Or, uh, oh. uh, Larry, doesn't yeah, matter. I'll, I'll, do, uh, I'll do pounders here. Um, pounders, would you rather only eat at Olive Garden whenever you eat out... Or never eat at OG again. Never eat at OG again. Wow, that was fast. I mean, Didn't I can get chicken eat. Alfredo from a lot of places. I, I, I love Olive Garden, but it's just available. It's what's always everywhere. It's something I love, but yeah, that's fair. there's a lot of other Italian restaurants. Speaking and of which, I'm craving again. Italian food like no one's business, and there is no Italian place in the town that I'm in. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Jones, I got one for you. Mm -hmm. You can, we we were very close on what you asked O'Leary. Never eat pasta, but all pasta you make is perfect. Dadgummit. Like, it literally exactly word for word. Okay. Or you can eat it anytime, but all your pasta is (laughs) wheat-based. Okay. So, so let me think about this. So, I'm a phenomenal cook at it. But I can never eat my creation. Yes. Or oh, I can that's still cook rough. pasta, but it's wheat-based pasta. You can never have anything other than wheat-based pasta. Not restaurants, not any, only wheat-based. So if I go to a restaurant, I have to ask for whole wheat pasta. For whole wheat pasta. Oh, you got to be that guy for the rest You've of gotta your life. You got to be that guy. <laughs> I think that's worse than actually having having to eat the pasta you know i don't mind whole wheat pasta to be honest he just doesn't want to be that guy oh, i do not want to be that guy <laughs> man that's hard be that that's guy i might as well get in crossfit vape and fucking well you've already got the tattoos <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> oh shit um Woo! The gauntlet has been thrown down, folks. I'd rather be able to cook, but never eat the pasta I make. Yeah. Because I do not want to be. Playing on the vanity. I do not want to be that guy. And that's. I do not want to be that guy. I hate that guy. I like, I hate anyone overly anything. That's just personally me. I don't like anybody overly whatever. Um, (laughs) Man, that's hard. That's, that was, that was a hard one. Yeah. So, if you can't tell the theme on my hates, it's all around wheat-based pasta. <laughs> I'm assuming you this don't was like the other pasta. one that if you would have if you would have brought up you love wheat-based pasta, I would have lost <laughs> because mm-hmm. 
me and Jeff accidentally got whole wheat pasta. And we made this. <laughs> we didn't realize it when we made it. But we made chicken Alfredo at home. And it was wheat-based pasta. And we both tried it. We tried everything to salvage it. It was so bad. We were like, we sat there and like, I wouldn't feed this to a homeless person who's starving. That's how bad this is. Like, this is just that awful. The taste is wrong. The texture the, is the wrong. The texture, the taste, it's awful. Mm. Horrible. Maybe with a marinara sauce, it might be salvageable. It's not bad with marinara. But, I, no. but, a, but an Alfredo sauce? Ugh. And you buy like the, like, if you buy the real cheap, Wheat. Real, it was real cheap. It oh. tastes like you're eating a fucking wheat grain. Like, yeah. Um, I have a good would you rather for you, though. Okay. So, founders, would you rather never eat fettuccine Alfredo again, but you're able to eat anything you want and never gain weight? That one. Or... <laughs> I don't care what the other you're one is. You're only, only able to ever eat fettuccine Alfredo. That, yep, yep, the weight. The, the weight. first give one. Me the weight. <laughs> give me the weight loss. You might eat pizza every single day and not gain weight. Crazy. Okay. Yep. Fuck yes. You thought it was too damn easy. Y'all are not hitting me hard at all. I just looked it up. The nearest Olive Garden to where I'm at is in Springfield, which is an hour and 18 minutes away. Is it worth it? Mine no. is 20 minutes away. I got a 20 minute drive, but it's not happening. Yeah, I got a we got the, Olive Garden, the Olive Garden in Derby, where I live, is across the street. <laughs> nice. That's a good point. Well, I, have Olive, I have Olive Garden, B-dubs, and Chick-fil-A all right across the street from my apartment complex. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say it. Oh. And, and you know, this might be somewhat of a hot take as well. Maybe I'll go into it more uh, a different day. What do the kids say nowadays? Um, Chick-fil-A. Something that doesn't make sense. Chick-fil-A is mid. Mm. You bite your whore tongue. It's not you that great. Your I your wrist. tongue. And this is why. Chick-fil-A sauce. May God smite you down. I back, call upon the lightning. Back, back <laughs> Chick-fil-A is sauce chicken. is delicious. But everything else about that place is not that great. It's only the sauce. And you can See, go buy the sauce at Walmart. And you can put it on a fucking Tyson chicken patty. And it's the same fucking sandwich. Okay. And you don't have to wait in line for two fucking hours to get... Are you... It's like two a Two hours? No, okay. Maybe... No, 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 no. Maybe they 30 minutes. They have the fastest... No. By they far. They have the fastest drive through times of any fast food place. Yeah, now, my you live hot in take California, is different, 96 though. people in line. <laughs> my hot take, cult. though, is is that um, Raising Cane sauce is better than Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, fuck yeah. Raising Cane's this... Raising Cane's See, this shit. here's my hot take. Zaxby's is 10 times better than Raising Cane's. I've never had as a whole or just the sauce the, the restaurant whole i think that their sauce is on the same level out there that's not the argument here well okay. well i was just saying that zaxby's is better than Kane's. okay i've never been but anyway let's sauce. let's get back to anyway. our way yeah well Larry. yes would you rather eat hot pasta cold uh, or cold pasta hot for the rest uh, of your life? wait what um well, like putting oh. my family's pasta salad in the microwave yes. or letting it so be like room temperature. No, like pasta salad has to be heated up to like a decent uh. temperature. And your your shrimp Alfredo has to always be cold is the other one. Hot pasta cold or cold pasta hot? 
that might be hard. You guys keep putting me in a position of never being able to eat my family's pasta salad again. <laughs> yes, we that family pasta Get salad. fucked. <laughs> hey. Okay, well, in that case, I would rather only ever be able to eat cold pasta hot. Mm. And then I would just never be able to eat that pasta salad again because I would never eat that again. But at yep. least it allows me to eat everything else like it's Normal. supposed to. Yep. So I will allow pasta salad to sacrifice itself like Jesus for my <laughs> culinary uh, sins. For my culinary <laughs> sins. <laughs> oh, sh yeah. shit. Y'all are really making me crave this pasta salad, dude. Yeah, and that, that man. We, I, need, to, we need to speed this up, though, because everything's going to be closed by the time we uh, wrap this shit yeah. up. Yeah, I'm hungry as fuck. All right, let's move yeah. along, people. Well, all right. I tell you what, um, it's a really good time for O'Leary and I to get in this debate. Yes, it is. But yes, it is. I need to add Pounder's camera in there first. Just kidding. I'm a it's G. right there. I gotta fix <laughs> it. Yeah. So, uh, the way this works is, uh, Jones and I will be debating each other like normal, and Pounder's. Will be scoring us live. Uh, who he thinks is making good points, counterpoints, stuff like that. So he will be keeping track of the score. If he wants to verbally acknowledge who he's giving a point to, that's up to him. You'll get a ding. Okay. You'll get a ding. Okay, sounds good. And then at the end, we will tally up our ding dongs and find out who the winner is. Tally up ding dongs. <laughs> <laughs> These star-spangled ding-dongs. All right. All righty. So our argument or our debate this week is in keeping with our pasta theme. We are arguing what is the best type of pasta noodle? Uh, Jonesy, would you like to go first? I believe I went first last week. You did. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. So with my opening statement, how's it works? We'll do opening, closing, and all that. Um. Fettuccine noodles are by far the best type of pasta for a couple of reasons. Well, really a myriad of reasons. Um, one of them being it's in fettuccine Alfredo. It's the, it's the one pasta noodle that is synonymous with a sauce. And there's no interchanging whether that noodle and that sauce can be separated also as i stated earlier in the the uh hot take all pasta tastes differently but fettuccine noodles by far taste the best out of any pasta noodle uh it may be psychological but it is the truth and fettuccine noodles are delicious all right okay so you get a point, Jones, for the whole it's synonymous with a sauce. Give yourself a point for that. Yeah. Uh if I was not impartial, I would give you a point just for it being fettuccine. <laughs> I can't do that. That's not being impartial to Good the man. situation. Good man. I wanted to. All right. Cue up my timer. My argument, I'm here to argue on behalf of Angel Hair Pasta being the best and most versatile pasta. 
because unlike Fettuccine, it is not tied down to a singular role. It is the little brother of spaghetti. So your val- your argument is pretty much invalid at that point about name synonymity. I should get a point just for using that word. Um, but yeah, so angel hair pasta goes good with literally everything. Your rosés, your meat sauces, your fettuccines, your Alfredo sauces, oh. and your and your vodka sauces. It goes with everything. It is that versatile. It also does not take almost an hour to fucking cook. It's quick. It's light. And like I said, it works best. It works better with multiple different types of pasta dishes. So I am arguing on behalf of its versatility and speed. Also, O'Leary got two points there. I'm going to give you two points. One for talking about the opposite point of his, how it's used in multiple different ones. And another one for, uh, for discussing the, how it's the little brother of spaghetti. But I'm going to delete a point for bringing up one of his points of fettuccine Alfredo. Hold on you a li- second. You literally proved the man's point on the other side. Back to one point. Oh, you son of a bitch. And I get that point back for using synonymity in a no, sentence. No, this is not a word. <laughs> no, because I said, word, I said myriad. So I he think... said myriad. You said synonymity. Now, I'll, I will say, um, <laughs> as I'm sure some great philosopher at some point in the world said, um, the best things in life are the ones worth waiting for. Uh, and your angel hair pasta taking 36 seconds to, to make, um, not as good as my fettuccine which takes maybe three to six minutes to make and that's i can be i can make my noodles and my sauce and have them eaten in the time it takes you to finish your damn noodles they take an eternity and a half and they do not taste any different yes they do they do not taste you son of a bitch (laughs) and (laughs) i would also argue thank you uh i would also argue that they do not hold sauce any worse than any other type of sauce. Again, speaking to their versatility. And that's also the reason why I use them with my homemade Alfredo sauce. Because the the melted Parmesan gives it a um, a sticky kind of texture. One. Uh, really thick. And it is so good. And it clings to that angel hair so well. It, you're, you're completely wrong on it holding no worse than any other. That's when why you, it's so versatile because everybody can use it. No, depending on what kind of sauce you put you're using. sauce on it, all that if you leave that sitting there for thirty to forty-five seconds, all of that sauce at the bottom of the bowl. That's how angel. That hair just is. means you make bad sauce. No, that just means you have noodles that have. That just means your sauce. Sucks. They're the Point least clingy. Goes. They're the least clingy sauce of all time. It, a fettuccine is like a clingy girlfriend, right? They're gonna hold on to that sauce no matter what. It don't matter how long it's been sitting there. That shit's soaking it up, right? It's like a sponge. Point Fucking, to Jones. Is that two? No, just just you get one point. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, same he topic. He's at same two. debate. Yep. You're at so two. hold on. I need my third point up there. By the way, what third point? The third point Pounders gave to me. Okay, we'll get yep. there in a sec. I got. I gotta, you got a third point. I gotta save them for after the after the things so that I can finish my points. So okay. yeah, Angel Hair does not hold pasta or hold sauce 
at all. Yes, it does. Also, yes, it does. you said it's yes, the it baby brother of spaghetti. You know what that means? It's the worst version of a spaghetti noodle. Anybody it's, who has siblings knows that the baby is the most beloved of the parents. Yeah, because they're they're you holding are clearly on to, the oldest child. They're holding on to a fleeting idea of a child. They're like, oh, we don't have any more. We must treat the baby better than the rest of them. When the first one's been there, he he been there, done it. He's the best one, usually the most successful. No, um, no, nah, nah, nah. The oldest is the one where parents made all their parenting mistakes, which means and they're it's not hit a or miss. Which means they're not a big old pussy right they grew up in a in a harder time and that's the same thing as spaghetti spaghetti's been a staple of the italian community for i can't even tell you how many years it's been a staple of every single italian restaurant for all time spaghetti noodles you can put in other sauces with the exception of alfredo angel hair is like eating a tiny baby noodle compared to a regular noodle. Am I giving that in my kid's platter with my fucking binky? Like, <laughs> why am I eating angel hair? I'm giving that to my toddler so he can chew it better. So it doesn't, so he doesn't choke on it and die. That's angel hair pasta. Spaghetti is the more manly version of an angel hair pasta because it was the first one. Fettuccine's the most manly because it's fucking thick. I don't like want to like bust your bubble or anything, but I just googled and angel hair came first. So therefore, your entire argument was was incorrect before. But that means that your argument was also incorrect then. A so portion no of it, a portion of it three, based three on, a, a portion of it based on. Your argument, now that there's new information, I will say the same thing. It's a tiny little, it's like, it's like eating, it's like eating a kid's burger compared to a regular burger. Why the fuck would I Now eat you're that? grasping, now you're grasping at hypothetical straws. I do also want to point What's out that, that according one, to Google. That's not hypothetical. I, I want to, um. It's a comparison. Hypothetical is uh, a totally different thing. Angel hair is <clears> also <throat> uh, multicultural in that it is also been proven to appear in Chinese cuisine and is the basis for uh, Chinese Japanese yakisoba noodles. Okay, so you're so, saying that Angel so Hair is communist? Okay. No, I'm yeah. saying I'm, I am saying it is a pasta is a multicultural pasta to fit its multi cuisinal roles in the juxtaposed to your fettuccine, which is from one country. And is only good for one sauce. And sure, it might be synonymous with that one sauce, but you are fitting yourself into a very niche role within the broader pasta world of which mine secures more seats. Point O'Leary. Four to three. We shouldn't have to do these points. <laughs> if we, I really wish so. If these... um, Well, then you can just keep the scoring private then, if you want. No, I'm saying... I didn't have to change it every second so I could interject better. Right. Yeah. So pounders, uh, just keep track by yourself and just tell us at the end. Okay. If, if these pasta dishes represented seats in the House of Representatives, you are outsat by a score of four to one, which means you are subsequently outvoted on anything pasta related. Okay. So if we're using that logic, then uh, the highest seats held in the government right now are by Democrats. So therefore, you have a Democratic communist pasta. That's what I just heard. 
compared to my, uh, the Republicans control the House and the Senate to, currently. Uh, they don't control the Senate, by the way. Um, first. Okay, off. so House and Congress. Okay, they control. They control. So the majority of, vote still goes to the, the Democratic. The argument stands. The argument does not stand because I the have the I have the, the libertarian version of you. Of you are a you guy. You're you are a guy with one big strong arm. I control four equally proportional limbs. Okay. With, when it comes to pasta rolls, sure, your one pasta might be able to beat me in an arm wrestling contest, but I'm gonna out sprint you. Cool. Till you get tired, I get up in my car and find you. Um. Anyways, going back to pasta. We play smarter. <laughs> oh, not, sorry. We play so- smarter sorry, not Jones, harder here. If you if you can't keep up with the analogies. Well. Keeping Maybe up with the analogy, the one bigger <laughs> arm would have knocked you out to begin with, so therefore you wouldn't be able to run away because you'd be in a coma. Um, assuming you have legs. I'll be like that dude from uh, Monty Python. Hero. I'll be crawling the ground. It's a flesh wound. It says, but nothing <laughs> but a flesh wound. <laughs> but back the, to the original the point. The biggest point yeah. of all of this is there's one supreme pasta dish in the world. There's one. And that has two ingredients, sometimes three, sometimes four. And that is fettuccine Alfredo. There is no better better pasta, and there's no way to make that dish better by adding any other noodle than fettuccine. If you add fettuccine to a bake, if you add fettuccine to a carbonara, if you add fettuccine Nobody to... Does that. They're actually delicious. And nobody adds it to a bake either. One, I worked in an Italian fast food restaurant that happened all the time. So that's an invalid point. Um, who served pasta bakes. Literally hundreds of what them a day. pasta bakes it has anything other than small like penne or rotini noodles? The better ones. Do they have names? You substitute your fettuccine in for all the other ones because fettuccine noodles are just better. They're thicker. They hold sauce better. Thicker doesn't happen. You can actually cut them if you have a plate, and then you can order, eat them with order your cut in the, meatballs. Order in the court, submittal of invalid evidence. Uh, you've been doing that this whole time. I don't know what you're talking about. That's all I'm saying. I'm just playing hypotheticals. <laughs> it's but by yeah. far... So, okay, so I, I want to do one final counterpoint. You said that there's no way to make fettuccine there's no way to make alfredo better than with fettuccine noodles correct sure okay i'll concede that point but substituting angel hair does not necessarily make it worse yes it does so be that as it may that's the fact that my pasta choice can keep pace with yours and fulfill multiple other roles that's my counter argument okay to that That, that's that's my final argument if it pleases the court my closing statement will be one that's not true if you take fettuccine out of out of fettuccine alfredo and put anything else in it's like taking the pledge of allegiance away from america it's like taking the flag you're stomping on a flag right now because fettuccine and alfredo are the perfect pair if you take fettuccine out of there and put literally anything else it's worse it's, you get it's just that pasta alfredo it's no, you get you get shit Alfredo is what you get because it's a, I love I love the bullshit. analogy that you tried to saying American stomping on American flag talking about an Italian food. 
well, we're American. We take everybody's shit, all right? That's the most American mm-hmm. thing there is, is we take their stuff and make it our own. You know what I'm saying? Like pizza. Pizza in Italy is not pizza here. You know which yeah, one's really way more delicious? Argument. You, know which, you, know, you know one of the ones way more delicious? The pizza in America. New York style. <laughs> New York style. It's way more delicious. <laughs> My closing statement is, it's the only that was your closing statement. No, you made me go off a tangent. My closing statement is not my fault if you can't keep your arguments straight. Yes, it straight. is because you keep interjecting. Shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Going back to my closing statement, then is fettuccine is the only noodle by far that cannot be replaced in a dish to make it taste better or taste the same it's impossible to replace that and put it in to any other noodle in there to make it better the only one if you go to spaghetti you can put whatever you can put panay noodles in there and it's, it's the same fucking thing if you go to any other dish you can substitute noodle and you're fine fettuccine is the only unsubstitutable one there is there's no way to legitimately be able to make that claim. I just did. No way. And I also have God on my side in that my pasta is literally named Angel Hair. Okay. Well, <laughs> with the with the court drop, we're going to have a score of five to four at the end. In favor of? Diversity. Yeah! My so, diversity wins, baby! My friends are turning on me the past couple ones. I believe that fettuccine Alfredo is the best. It is. Personally. But the best overall dish. The best overall dish, the best pasta. It's just the best. But in this debate, you brought up that angel hair could be used in a lot more. And yours was, you've got one good arm. I've got... Four good limbs, and I, I believe like that, that analogy. That, I came, this, that was a definitely an amazing analogy. <laughs> it, that was definitely a great analogy, and that is why O'Leary wins. Is because he was able to bring up that he has much more diversity and ability to use his. Even though I think fettuccine goes in a lot of other dishes, well, it's just it's so for communism. I but that's <laughs> not about this topic. Yes, it is. No. He said he said it's a staple it's a staple in China therefore it is a communist every, dish. Every time y'all went off of the topic of the pasta itself into analogies no points were given whatsoever oh. on both sides. This is not about But you did just say that you gave communist. an analogy based on the arm and then the legs. It was be- the analogy based upon the the pasta could be the analogy actually it actually fit the role. It wasn't talking about Chinese pasta being communist. Well, I'm sorry, is. that's it's communist true. doesn't get you a point. I wanted to give you a point, but no. <laughs> no. I tried to be as impartial as possible in this situation. Well, good game, Jones. Well played. It was fun. It was close. Good times, like always. It was definitely close. One more point, Jones. If your closing argument had been anything other than it could be still this. Well, if he would stop interrupting me, I would be able to do my, my closing statement. But he kept going. He said. He, he debates like a Democrat, where he doesn't use facts and logic. He just uses loud noises and interrupts you the whole time. Oh, shit! Everything I said was facts and logic. Until I start speaking. And you're like, what each other? That's what I heard. All right. 
Moving on, what do we got? <laughs> All right. So um, this is the point where we will say we will bid adieu or what's what's Italian for for goodbye? As Wiedersehen? No, that's German. Um, I don't know. I'm not cultured, to be honest with you. Arrivederci? About as American as I, they I come. I don't know. But this is where we say goodbye to our listeners, not the viewers, because trying to listen to a You Laugh, You Lose challenge doesn't make any sense. So uh, we appreciate our listeners, uh, wherever you may be, listening on whatever platform you may have. Uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. This is our Sweet 16, episode number 16. Featuring our second ever guest, Joshua Pounders, the man, the myth, the legend, the mayor of Poundtown himself. Thank you very much. So, um, before make we sure you sign all your zoning laws, before we <laughs> let you guys out, um, we'll do shameless plug. Follow our YouTube, follow our Rumble, follow our Spotify. Leave us some good reviews if you like the show. If you don't like the show, leave us some mm -hmm. other reviews. Let us know what we're doing, good and bad. Um, we do appreciate you guys. Hopefully, we can get out more uh, podcasts at a at a more consistent basis, but with our schedules and stuff, it's a little bit harder to do that. It's, it's pretty so. crazy. And it just dawned on me. We haven't said how you can contact us. There's a couple of different ways you can do that. One, if you want to find our, make your way over to our YouTube videos, you can leave comments. Um, you can also email us. We have a dedicated email set up just for this podcast. It is called doublefeedpodcast at gmail.com. There are no caps. There are no spaces. There are no squigglies. Doublefeedpodcast at gmail.com. You can submit anything you want. Feedback um suggestions for topics you laugh you lose video submissions we would love to see it uh so yeah we appreciate you guys and we'll see you later we'll see y'all next week bye bye